baboon, big baboon, big baboon, big baboon, big baboon. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I'll try to be nice. I'm not trying to, it's not even hard to be nice. I know, it's just, it should be. Well, you're an asshole, though. Well, <laughs> you had to steer yourself. Yeah. No, you're not always an asshole. Hey, not everybody. Always, I appreciate that you're noting not always. Not buddy. always. I'm not always an asshole. If you're always an asshole, I wouldn't be friends with you. That's <laughs> like how it works. Yeah, hey, everybody. I suppose you're as much of a friend with me as I am, because I tend to veer into assholedom quite often, though. <laughs> uh, it, it is a sign of the depth of your kindness and sincerity that it almost cancels out everything else. <laughs> That's a good point. Hey everybody, this is the Boy Honey Podcast. We're coming at you live from Bill's basement to talk to you about some pop culture garbage. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. And uh, I'm Foley. Yeah, my yeah, hunky wife Foley is joining us Foley today. just happened to be in the neighborhood, and yeah. by which I mean half the neighborhood lives and is married to Annie. <laughs> <laughs> and dropped her off and yeah. went to breakfast. We went to so. breakfast, so I married Well, we're supposed to be getting, did you guys drive over just because of the weather? Because we're supposed to be getting crazy thunderstorms. I don't it's know if the weather was that bad this morning outside. yet. Yeah, yeah, I I it's bike. spring in Portland, which means it's just damp. It's this extra no, Bill, fat it's, rain. This this rain is not Portland rain. No. This is heavy ass rain. Yeah, yeah, sideways raining and shit like that. Yeah, which is and, kind and of not a, even just the wind. It's the it's like the weight of the rain. Yeah. It's it ain't Portland rain. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, well, it's spring. I know it's spring. No, this is uncommon rain, motherfucker. <laughs> you keep saying it's spring blithely all you want. I have lived here ten this years. It's just Chinatown. This rain is Chinatown. <laughs> so how you guys doing? I'm doing okay. We're doing okay. We've had a kind of a low key weekend. Yesterday we went to go see Zootopia. What do you guys think? Uh, we enjoyed it, but we were not escorted from the theater for masturbating, so we did better yeah, than we you. Were. I feel so bad because I saw it too, mm-hmm. and I can't. Was like I like that movie. I feel I I, I feel uh-huh. like. But then again, Judy Hopps is awesome. I'm like I yeah. do like Judy Hopps, but I don't want to masturbate to her. But she's legitimately cool. So she's I feel, a fun I character. felt ashamed about how much I did like that movie. Okay, well, I, as you should. No, I want you to feel shame about how much <laughs> shit you've been flicking furries for the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, I did. I did get oversold on the movie by Jimmy and Conley, who yeah. showed up last year. Like it's better than the Emperor's I, New Groove, I and I'm like that is that is casting a very specific judgment. Huh. And I went in there going. Hmm. Show me that you're better yes, than Everest Dazzle me. Exactly. Dazzle me with your odds. Which is a completely different kind of movie than exactly. Everest New Groove anyway, yeah. so you really can't compare the two. It was but. super gag heavy, and I loved all the dumb animal gags oh, so much. Yeah, it's great, I yeah. loved it. Oh it's... my god, the design was so good. I immediately bought the art book as yeah. soon as we left. Did you guys have it? We're, we're I bought it. it. It's out of, you know, it's out of oh, On Amazon, it's two yeah. to four week. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I was going to do the same thing yeah. too. Yeah. So. But, but yeah, it was really a lot of fun. I mean, I grew up, when I grew when I was a wee bear, and the first thing, one of the first things I did on the internet was get into the furry community and one of the reasons why i'm so defensive is that you know i was like a preteen and i was into Redwall and disney's robin hood and shit and there was like you know i liked furry stuff but there everyone does what you do like oh you know they confuse the fetish with the fandom and they think they're in un- unextricable yeah. and uh, in fact one of my I mean, when one you of my look on tumblr it's kind of well that's what i'm saying it's not like me oh i no, 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 confused no. i'm it's saying a, bill yeah. i'm saying this is when i was a child yeah. 17 yeah. years ago eight years ago and I remember the, one of the first haunts that I went to all the time was the squeaky clean furry archive and that there had to be a database of non-erotic furry True. art is very you know indicative yeah. of how things always were but I was always really defensive because I was like I just like animals and outfits yeah. and here you were like 20 oh, years later adventure. going to see a movie where you're like okay actually that character's legitimately hot <laughs> <laughs> um those tigers are honky yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. Nick and Judy are both cuties too the two main characters they're not my type really no but I've seen enough people jerking off over both of them I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to agree that's okay <laughs> I, I, 
God, like, shame. In, in the words of the macro, I, she had excellent first structure. She had excellent first structure. <laughs> excellent yeah. first structure. Dude, dude that movie eyes. was the movie was beautiful. Yeah. God, the way they did scale, uh-huh. like yeah. visually, like the way they kind of did the macro stuff was. Well, so I love good. how they ramp up between, like you know, especially Judy. She's kind of like a mid-sized character, and yeah. like half the time she's running around, like running, literally running underneath yeah. the feet of larger characters. But yeah. then at the same time, there's a whole chase scene where she's like, like in Mouse, mouse Town. Mouse yeah, that was yeah. so. And, like, everything's too tiny. So Funny. And she was able to save their building. Like, yeah, I love, she I love catches the donut and everything. Like yeah. that. Spoilers, if you haven't seen Zootopia, just go. Yeah, no, Zootopia is really cute. It's fun. actually goddamn cute. It's worth ten. Man, bucks. the new Disney—they're more consistently better than Pixar is right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. So what do you have? What have you guys thought of like Frozen and Wreck-It Ralph and Tangled and the uh, other? Re- I, we enjoyed I enjoy. Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, because this is co-directed by one Rich Moore, who was used to be a Simpsons guy. Mm-hmm. He was one of the code, and really, and also, but this was also co-written by Jennifer Lee, who did Frozen. This is really all those yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Kind of merged together. I for one have movie. a Stockholm syndrome situation with Frozen <laughs> because, yeah. like, the first time I watched it, I'm like, eh. mm-hmm. and then I proceeded to watch it three more times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, were you babysitting that weekend? All right, all right. I think okay. you were homesick. Actually, I think I was homesick. yeah, and 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 yeah, and it was just this thing. I was like, okay, all right. I'm right. the same situation. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Frozen it is interesting in that it is a. I feel like it's almost too sort of too veiled. Uh, about like <sighs> it's it's social message is not as, as transparent as it's not as transparent basically as what is it social merit I, I see I be my only social interpreted so I think the most is about sisters well it is about sisters but, but it's, it's also, also about when you're different and your family tells you you can't be who you are yeah, yeah. well like, yeah it's, it's not yeah. direct on what it's saying because the the the, the, the ostracized person is a threat and does kind of fuck can things up be. but kind of can be but still kind of gets her shit under and then like and then like. It's it's all how they're perceived. It's the perception of them, and they go off, and then they feel like they have to they have to isolate themselves in order yeah. to protect and save everybody. Well, it's that else. perception that that exacerbates her what she does, yeah. kind of makes things worse. And yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And it's it's how she's it's it's the um, what's the word? It's 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 the tools that she's been given as she's been growing up. Like you have to stuff it down. You mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. you can't embrace who you are. You can't, you can't will, accept who you are. You have to reject it. Accept it. You have to reject it. This will terrify everybody. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I come from a background of 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 similar things and yeah. it's like it's like oh that hits a nerve <laughs> okay yeah but it, it, it that message is 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 a little bit more veiled mm-hmm. and, yeah. and zootopia it's like uh excuse me zootopia. we're gonna talk about i mean like there were legitimate moments in that movie where i'm like this is real uncomfortable i'm surprised i haven't seen more people talk about that because i see other people come out of the movie they're like that was a funny movie and i'm like yeah. Oh, I mean, it was a funny movie, but yeah, like, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. more people aren't up in arms about this movie, especially well, white. How can you be up in arms about it? Well, because everyone's always up in arms about everything. It's not. See, well, you have a I, movie. I'm, 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 cons- I'm, I'm intrigued as to why it's not a greater conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe up in arms is not like is not quite the right thing because like, but maybe it's like, why is it not starting a greater conversation? I think that it's important messages for kids to for kids to hear and see. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to hear because we went at a, um, an earlier matinee, so like yeah. there were a lot of kids, and it's like hearing them kind of talk softly to their parents about mm-hmm. like what certain things mean. I'm like, yes, that that because right now we have some asshole trying to run for president. I know, this is a totally like, ass yeah. fucking movie. I know too. that was what made me uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, a politician oh. using racism to gain more power. Spoilers oh. for Zootopia, yeah, but. Fucking don't touch the wool. You can't just go ahead and touch the wool. That There's was... lots of coded stuff. Yeah. Uh fucking 
There's oh man, yeah. You can call you can call like like Yeah, like I like buddies can call me cute, but you can't call me cute. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is wow, they're well, doing it. Okay, spoilers for Zootopia. The predators and prey are a big thing. There's essentially mm-hmm. the two racial divisions mm-hmm. in, in Zootopia. There's Yeah, I didn't know I thought Zootopia was just a pun. Yeah. I didn't know it was literally like the whole the name premise of the, city of the and, movie yeah. is yeah. that this is a utopia where predator and prey live together. I, I had no idea. I guess only mammals though? Fish and insects? actually go fuck themselves well, birds the, the implication is that they're not what they're not anthropomorphized or whatever they're yeah um which i guess for the sequel maybe we'll join they'll join up it's only up yeah. storks and shit like that so but the idea is that the predators are a 10 percent minority and that they are reformed uh that they're, they're a reformed threat that has joined society but all the Pray people. Why am I explaining this? I'm uh, you're doing a up. bad job. Yeah. Well, that's what it is, though. That, I mean, it's that, not that's like they're, it's just they're like, not really reformed. It's, just it's like, like no one, everyone has evolved. It. But like, it's a whole just... black metaphor, though. Why? Does it have to be? I mean, it's just about racism. Oh, specifically black. But that, the, 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 even the proportion of the predators to everyone else and the metaphors of they, yeah. they were this threat. Oh, you, I, I can't imagine how you'd see that movie and not see that. I mean, it's if you're not paying attention, it, it's it, you're not going to see that. But me, I'm sitting there, this is... I, like I said, they will even, like maybe they're making some jokes and stuff like that that aren't even necessarily about, like well, like the thing where like like you can't touch another to a animal's sheep. wool, but that that she's not a predator. But like even the, like and, and, and like the cute thing you could say, like even the things that they're borrowing from real life about how racial stuff goes, it's about black stuff. It's about the black experience. I mean, I believe the whole idea of like the irrational fear of violence yeah. that is based out of yeah. nothing but you know encoded stuff, which is great because they everyone's attacking now uh, uh, Clinton because like she, back in the day she called black children super predators, which is funny because they that even kind of like from a mm-hmm. meta social experience kind of like that's almost like something somebody would have said in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess I guess I just I guess I just viewed it more more holistically okay as anyone that's different okay that's because i see that's what the conversation i'm surprised i haven't heard, heard more about yeah. this which makes yeah. me feel like i'm almost like and i feel like but... i feel like that's like that's like well a, that's a, a i grew safer up safer place not, not safer that feels wrong but that's a, a, a more like to approach it from a more general perspective of like this is just everyone treating everyone who's different or different from them yeah because because that's well it's generalized enough it can't be interpreted that way talk a lot about keeping to your own kind yeah whether that's a prey thing or whether it's a you're a bunny you should stay in you know you're you're hollow and you should make carrots and you should do your thing keeping to the structure of of that life of what you're supposed to expect it to be yeah because of the species that you are mm-hmm. and the and the classification that you are. I just viewed it a lot more holistically. Well, it can be, but for my for whatever reason, I just I just viewed it as being very coded. Yeah. About mm-hmm. the kind of like the black and white experience, which sure. Yeah, it, sure. it doesn't necessarily specifically have to be about that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I grew up primarily with. I mean, frankly, I grew up with racism around Hispanics being the primary yeah. form of racism. You know, well, yeah, I grew up That's around like, black, so you can, yeah. like, as a white person, you can kind of project, or like, you, wherever this yeah. film is shown, you yeah. can, I guess, you can kind and of get, pro- and, any kind of threatening, quote unquote, minority, and that kind can of be projected sense, into that. that. I grew up in the Bay Area, and that just if you were Caucasian, you were straight up the minority. In, yeah. in, in the areas that I lived in, you know, so it was like it wasn't, but it wasn't one particular group that was larger than the other. I have a really holistic view. Of I know this is really silly, but I was like, but there are all sorts of different predators and <laughs> exactly. all sorts of different prey. So I didn't view it as you know. Yeah. I also, just, in your guys' defense, when I said black, both your faces went. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I'm not speaking for everyone else on this podcast. This is I my wonder, interpretation. Wonder, you got wrong. Oh no, Bill's talking about race. I wonder, I wonder if the microphone will catch my sphincter snapping. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but, um, but well, even stuff. Well, how like you know, like when they're talking about, fo- especially you can't trust foxes. Oh, that oh was... but again, that's like that's how anyone talks about any kind of like what was perceived to be like the minority dangerous. Like like mm-hmm. yeah, and and at least when I grew up, that's how everyone talked about blacks. So that's how I interpreted that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's why I'm even extra like, damn, I can't believe they went there. I mean, it's intense. Like, like yeah. I mean, it speaks to how um, vague they're not vague. I mean, there's metaphor metaphor is so explicit, but it's ah, also yeah, that was, yeah. But it's it's still like goofy enough yeah. that they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but, crazy. But it, at the same time, incredible. There are moments in there that are incredibly uncomfortable. Oh yeah, and and should be yeah. You know, and they should kind of give and you a consciousness raising slurping. A movie yeah, about yeah. the the the, the majority. Uh, the majority fluffy bunnies driving the minority quote unquote predators to violence, like as a political maneuver. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if, like, yeah. yeah, if you just apply that to modern day politics, yeah, it's, I mean, it's fucking. Oh, that that movie's got layers, and it, like, yeah, as as, yeah. as uh, me as this dopey white guy, I should be the last mm-hmm. person to say this is what this movie's yeah. about. And and this that, why and I did it right has, or wrong. Like dopey lemming jokes. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I what I like about it is that it, yeah. of all all the things that it was trying to do, it did pretty well. Yeah. Like it was a fun, goofy police procedure. Well, the one thing, thing, the only problem I had with the movie is if you interpret it the way I do about being black politics is like if you're really gonna say who's the real predator, we're like. In this movie, if I had made this movie, I would have had it be like the buddies are the ones who captured the predators and put them in slave ships and brought them to Zootopia in the first oh, place. Bill. So the buddies are the <laughs> real predators. No, I mean, if you're taking out with that, I know, yeah. Super so. bad. Bill. <laughs> that's like what? If you're going to make it like the. Like, but I mean, is that the point? Is the point, the point to make a literal, like, dotted, like, hey, everybody, did you know that the bunnies. I know that's not the point. That's are why I don't direct these movies. Did you know? Like, shut up, Judy's cute. <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is not to be a reflection of our history. It's supposed to be about how we can be better. Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be more open and, about that, yeah. And but it's, it's and about it's... Shakira being a gazelle. <laughs> A socially Everybody. conscious gazelle. Uh, a socially conscious celebrity gazelle. God, so good. I That's love okay. all as Shakira's okay. ever been. Favorite jokes. Is these she are short? Jokes. Oh, she's like five foot nine. Oh, yeah. I can fold her and fit her in my pocket. <laughs> these are my these are my favorite jokes. My oh, favorite my jokes God. are when Idris Elba as Chief Bogo. Um, oh. One of my one of oh, my. Oh, I saw that show. Like I didn't fully have to see this movie. Fully just... <laughs> was nudging me the whole time. She's like, "You make out with that animal." What are you and like? Shut it's up, Fully. That's all right. No, 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 I, mama, don't judge. Cause I get one round of two. So <laughs> when he when he's talking when he's talking to her and he's like, "This isn't a musical cartoon. When you sing your I wish song and your wishes come true, you have to let it go." And I'm just like, <laughs> and, uh, well, there's a Duke Weselton joke in I mean, there. There's a fucking Breaking Bad joke. Okay, one of my favorite. Yeah, my favorite they even call it out. Well, I gotta get Walt and Jesse up here. Yeah. One of my favorite little jokes is when they're in the DMV and he's he's turns and he says, "Hey." Priscilla, and she just literally turns and says, "Yeah" or whatever, Real and that's slow. it. But when we were looking at the credits afterwards, I was looking at all the credits. And I'm like, that was that was um, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Which at that point, you almost kind of wonder why they didn't make her the main slot, so she has more slot lines. <laughs> <laughs> so she she watched that movie and screams. She oh, could yeah. not have handled. Well, exactly. exactly. That's why they move. got in touch with her. Like, okay, we're house slots in this movie. We know we who we got to get to voice at least one of these slots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That just made me so happy. Basically ruptured. Um, my other favorite joke was when. 
when they go back to find the weasel or something, and he is a street vendor, and he's selling all the, the Disney knockoffs <laughs> movies, even the ones that haven't come out yet, which yeah. I thought was well, really they, good. Well, they have a Manoa one? Yes! Or like, that's in yeah, the South Pacific, yeah. Moana, and all of them. Yeah. Is it Moana? Moana? Fucking, um, fucking, well, baby that fucking oh, the th- weasel? I thought it was Steve Buscemi. It's fucking yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. Ooh, like, well, he's he his voice acting. Like I'm never able to pick him out. Did you yeah. see him in Wreck It Ralph? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he does the whole like what uh, the guy yeah. the guy from Mary Poppins. Like oh mm-hmm. no, it sounds just like hey, he's fucking he's a really... he's a he's a pro fucking voice actor. Yeah. It's yeah. not just there because oh, I was in Firefly, but and I actually really like Jennifer Godwin and uh, um, Jason Bateman. No, they were they both did really good. Every one of the voice casting was was top. Jay Hobbs is a great. Character. She's I just a really love how fun fucked character. up and frustrated. Man, and I love her. The, I love the the callback of the play at the start to her death scene at the end was yeah. so nice. Oh, and Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate was so great. Jenny so Slate, the whole, man. I'm like, man, that voice. I know that I know voice. That I know that voice. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so you just want to hear go money, please. <laughs> I just watched Song of the South for the first time uh-huh. uh, for the Tardy of the Party podcast, yeah. and I just realized that. Uh, when Judy goes back to her farm and she gets, has mm-hmm. the, the her farmer outfit, essentially, yeah. her blue jeans and her uh, pink top. Yeah. Uh, she's just, uh, just dressed exactly like Br'er Rabbit. Oh, uh, seriously? From the South. And Nick Wilde is also dressed because he's got their green. They spend like a, the middle third of the movie dressed like the Song of the South characters. And Song of the South also involves a rabbit being thrown into a pit, faking its death. Okay. Like oh, just seriously? like the, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Like a little little you know, it's not overt. You know, you don't notice unless you just happen to watch Song of the South the yeah, day after you watch yeah, Zootopia. The same week. But there's a couple like little things, and you can tell that Nick he's faking it because his eyes don't go totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His I, eyes still even though I was like everything's gonna be okay. Okay. They took me out. Things gonna be okay. <laughs> they took me out because I, I was like, okay, they're keeping the blueberries in play a yeah, little bit yeah, too much. Yeah. But like, I, I, I did not realize that he was totally faking it to me. I was like, See, oh, you got me moving. I called everything that was happening, but it was still so but fun. Then I felt and racist because <laughs> I was like, I misjudged you, Nick. I thought you went really well. No, I thought that movie was really cute, and I really, I really want because Disney has a tendency to do this sort of shit. I really want there to be a like Zootopia a police. police procedural TV show. <laughs> I really want that now. Like real bad. Why he ends up being a cop too? Yeah. He's really I this whole segment is us going. I really like Zootopia. Okay, I've been really depressed lately, and movies. I've enjoyed. Like I've, I, I can't remember the last animated movie I saw in a theater that actually was like I left that I was like yeah. Like you see this and the witch, the Lego movie. Like I left. Wow. Feeling really God. excited. About I saw. It. Yeah, you notice how I just go yeah, over yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. The. Uh, like this, I actually like that movie made me feel better. It made me laugh, and I was like, "Yeah, Zootopia." Okay, this is really dumb, but her song, Shakira's song at the end, yeah. where she's like, "I can try things and I'll fail, but I'm gonna keep trying." I was just sitting there crying. <laughs> yeah. like, I want to be like Gazelle. I want to keep trying. She, I'm glad you saw this. <laughs> sitting here like, I, I guess I'm gonna download that from iTunes. <laughs> It was really, it was kind of what I needed at this moment That's in good. time. Yeah. You know, it was just a really fun movie and it made me laugh. I love, I love dumb animal jokes and all the little animal designs, like they're the really giraffes. Weird. And then like when they're at the, like the, the smoothie place and like, there's like the little pneumatic tube to get the smoothies it's up all, to the giraffes. And, and like when, when Nick is selling like his popsicles, like his the, popsicles. the lemmings, 
<laughs> and like that whole visual gag. Also, so I really fun. love that love... Fen- uh, that Fennec Fox. The Fennec Fennec Fox, Fox baby. Is really good. <laughs> no, like, that, that, that whole movie. I was, yeah, I was, I was happy, pleasantly surprised. I was happy and sad when I came home and immediately researched all the toys and realized I don't need any of these toys. Uh, the Disney Infinity figures actually look those are pretty fine, but I don't necessarily want Nick and Judy. No, yeah, who do you want? I would like I would want Mirabelle Weather and um, what's the name of the Wait, the desk the, you guy? Want the, you want uh, uh, Jenny Slate? Yeah, I'd read Jenny Slate. Really? See, I thought you'd be more about guy? Judy Hopps because she's like I like Judy Hopps, but like visually, oh, I don't want, want her sitting on my desk the, all day. I want the my visually. Cheetah. I want the chubby cheetah. Oh yeah, I want Chief yeah. Bogo. Was his name Clawhauser? Clawhauser. I and want then, like I well, want all the names were really great too. Uh-huh. There was a there was a definite Parks and Rec feel to like some <laughs> yeah. of the detective names. I'm like, yes. like Spinelli yes. and all kinds of. Like it was yeah. really yeah. good, and I like there was a wolf named Wolfhard, and it was really Wolfhard. Yeah. Oh, is that a? Probably. I don't know. It could be a, you know, a steampunk part or something like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was oh, a lot well, of fun. the sheep, like, they go, like at the very end, like, it's supposed to be a unit going undercover in the sheep and wolf's clothing, or, oh, or vice really versa, really or like good. wolf and sheep's yeah. clothing. Or but, I don't know. It was it was just really unexpected. It's, 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 it's beautiful. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Like I like the design of the world and everything. Yeah. I, I like, like I like that they they were able to make something that made a lot of sense as far as to get like a lot of different environments in really close proximity. Yeah, too. like the different yeah. biomes were great. Yeah, so they were able to do like we have the snow place and we had uh-huh. the Sahara place and, yeah. we had, and then you had all of that and there was a really good explanation for it set up real early mm-hmm. yeah. and and then and then that's it you I'm, don't need to touch it again and then you can be in the rainforest and yeah you can be, oh, all cool. the doors of different sizes and yeah like that. that was so good i'm just... sad that we live in the year 2016 and this will never happen but i want an open world zootopia game like just like a collectible you know. this sort of making thing. enough money disney might just go hey for our first vr project is go crazy in Zootopia. No, see, I want like, like a, around. I want like a, a, like basically like a Lego movie sort of thing or like a, or excuse me, a Lego game sort of thing or even like a Grand Theft Auto for kids thing where yeah. it's just like, here's oh, the world. Great. Oh, man, if you, you play, different, well, like, could you play as animals as different scales? Yeah, that would be, that'd be great. Yeah. Because I, I know I'd be a big fat hippo or something like that. Like, but, you know. <laughs> it would be a um, lot of fun. Aw. I really liked, I liked Zootopia way more than I thought I would. Like, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, yeah. Whatever. I did too. That's like, which is funny because like Frozen is the thing mm-hmm. where like I like Frozen so much because my expectations were so lower because yeah. like mm-hmm. fucking whatever. Well, I think any time that someone oversells you on something, you immediately go into it. But with this like is a, it's not 100. percent I think it's 90, percent which is better than what I thought it was going to be a week before. <laughs> yeah. Some people were saying it's going to be better than Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, although that involves. So, Bill, if you were in Zootopia, <laughs> what kind of animal would you be? That's is there like a, a can I a manatee? I guess. No. Oh man, you'd be an awesome manatee. <laughs> but there's no like. Well, that's a mammal, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's an awful you're mammal. Prehist- you're a prehistoric. I like that when the when the they went to the national national history natural history museum and there's like she they had the bunny where they used to throw the shadow. There was actually oh, yeah, a jackalope. Right. Yeah, because it was like an extinct species. I love that. What would you guys be? Uh, well, see, I've been thinking about it because even when I was a kid and involved in the furry community, I didn't have a fursona because I didn't identify personally. Mm-hmm. Like I had a character like that was in the Redwall community. I had a character named Tobias of Waters who was my character, but I didn't identify with him. I know. Thank you for hugging me. <laughs> thank you for marrying me. Yeah, I, the, the credits are rolling last night. I turned to Foley and I go, Foley, I'm a furry. She goes, I can't help you with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I, I didn't have, like, a character that was my fursona or anything. Uh-huh. So I'm like, now I'm like, I don't know what I'd be. 
I feel Foley's a lioness. I thought about it a lot. Foley would be one of those lionesses who grow a mane. I'm into it. I'd be Foley. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like uh, the mayor's cousin. The more I thought about it, yeah. the more I was like, yeah, oh, Foley's a lioness. Yeah, he was really great. really great. Yeah, but I can't figure out what I would be. I was really thinking about this like for the last 24 hours. Would you not be like an otter or something like that? No. I mean, that was what my that was what my that's what I'm saying. That, like, yeah, in the past, yeah. But no, that's not. You know. Also, what scale would you be? Like, well, yeah, what there's the, especially is specifically like, no, in Zootopia. About, there's a lot to think about. It's not about what you want. It's about who you are. God. <laughs> <laughs> you, were you troubled by the sincerity? And you have to come back next week your, with your I report. Don't, this is not an easy question to answer. Yeah, well, you only saw it last night, so you haven't had time to really I mean, think how about many it. Animals You'll have to see it. You know what? Wally won't hit you until you see it again. And you go like, okay, that's it. Whatever. You're just going to see some back kind of background, Brandon background character. You know what? You're... I'd, maybe I'd be an elephant with gel- without genitals. Thank God those animals don't have genitals. Wow. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, I, I did know that some of the elephants had, like, tit bumps, but not, yeah, like, was, yeah. Well, I mean, they have to have the quote-unquote female identifying factors. Like, I guess even so, Judy yeah. Hopps had a bosom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like yeah. her parents and how she, like, yeah, real, real rabbits have great. bosoms. This is I true. love all the jokes that she's got, like, yeah, 5,000... That uh, was so good. That was sisters. Funny. It was just so beautiful. Like the design of the world was so nice. Well, when she first so shows up in Zootopia, and the that, that's actually so probably good. my favorite part of the movie. When she shows up and you see all the different environments, and yeah. especially when they go into the rainforest part yeah. and just and when they go to the hospital. Yeah, exactly. The hospital's a beautiful yeah. Art Deco well, place. Because so when it, she goes to the rainforest part, since it's raining, I'm like, what well, do they have? Like, like some kind of like, why is it just raining there? Not and like, oh, sprinklers. I'm glad. Like, yeah. even as I was coming up with ways, like, okay, why would that work? And like, okay, that does. And yeah. then there's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was so good. Fucking the Godfather joke, the shrew guy was one of my favorite Which is one characters. Of all his crustiest jokes in the world, but they still made I know, made it but it was so good. Oh, it worked, it worked yeah. so good. And then his daughter coming in. Oh my god, that was such a good joke. Yeah, because like, she's kind of a shrew. She's in New Jersey, kind of like, ah, meh, 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 meh. But I yeah, so loved I really liked Zootopia. So I, don't, I was just like, I was I'm like, gonna, okay, I'm sure. going to say from the outside, because you guys have talked about so much of it. <laughs> People should still go see it. <laughs> well, now that we've spoiled half the movie for I everybody, mean, it's not guys, I well, no, we saw it a week too. late, so a lot of we were. I, I feel like I'm the Johnny come lately to this thing, yeah. just because you and I saw it. Like, you know, I really like Zootopia. Did you see the drug that Abby Howard did? No. Where um, it was like it was called the Zootopening, and the it's just two panels, and the first panel is a line of people walking into the theater, and the second panel is the line of animals coming out of the theater. I'm like, well, yeah. Would this not be... They gotta make... Because Disney's remaking all of its goddamn movies. When I went to go see the movie, mm-hmm. uh, there's trailers for, like, the Jungle, Jungle Book and the Snow White prequel and stuff. Oh, I didn't... How... They, it's impossible they're gonna make this movie and not take the same assets and make a CGI Robin Hood remake. Why would you say that? It's not when just... They... I know... Knowing Hollywood and knowing you have the assets okay. right there, okay. this movie's a hit. When they, has... they, they're very loud about how their inspiration for this movie was Robin Hood. When has Disney ever reused their assets to make another movie? With CGI, this... Mark my words. We'll see. They're also their trend has been to make live action versions of all their animated movies. That's what the trend is. Well, they got what all these. You, I'm gonna do the thing. Uh oh. What did you think about the Jungle Book trailer? I thought it was look pretty good. You know what really impressed me was the Leica movie trailer. Oh, did you get that? Yeah. Well, I the two strings. Also, it doesn't hurt that I like the Beatles songs they had. The, yeah. The, yeah, I was like, I was sitting here going like, are you, is as my like guitar, guitar gently, gently weeps. weeps. But like, yeah, no, that that actually stu- the, the it looks beautiful. Jungle Book thing looked yeah. way better than I thought it was yeah. going to look because yeah, that's right. the first time I've seen anything about that movie. Yeah. All I knew mm-hmm. was photorealistic, mo- but still mostly CGI. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Book, but it actually looked pretty good. Not that I have super fond memories of the original. I don't either. Like but, I have no memories. But I do, so I was like, meh. 
Yeah, is... you were you got angry that Bill Murray is blue. Yeah, fucking Bill Murray is blue. Can, can, I can off. see why you would cast that because who who else, who's the most like but closest to, to blue is more of a John Goodman sort of person than a Bill uh, Murray. That's a good point. Just but John Goodman's you. already so done well, no, 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 with no, those no, characters. No, 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 no. My point is not to. Ha- I mean, like a John Goodman like as an archetype. As well, no, actually, you, John... no, you want a uh, 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 Paul Bart model cop. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, he'd be better. So so Andy's all like, I don't I don't want Bill Murray to be. <laughs> blue like like just real indignant I just like, I was like Bill Murray wants to be blue I'm like what well, yeah. does it matter what yeah. you want <laughs> his personality fits but I guess his voice also sounds a little old and weak in that too see that's the thing I'm like the thing about Baloo is that he's full of life he's full of a certain type it's of life and just Elba in that too yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's Shere Khan yeah, yeah. he's playing an alien in the new Star Trek he's all over the place he's, yeah he's 100% he's a busy man everywhere. oh man I did see uh Clawhauser kissing Chief Bogo Art last I night. Think Andy of course you saw did. that too. Literally, they're, I looked they're at a kissing booth and they're like, mm. it's on Tumblr. So like, Tumblr yeah, just where, what's yeah. not? Um, <laughs> what was it? The, 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 the um, we actually saw when we did our we did a tour of, of like a years ago mm-hmm. and we sort of accidentally saw things we shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and I remember the person leading us around who's who's a friend of ours at yeah. that point went, Don't look at this. <laughs> Don't look at this. And it's really cool because it seems like that's a project that they um have wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not that they kinda had to do or got, you know steered into doing it, it. It was it was it was something that they're like, this would be really cool if we could do it. Let's see if we can get it greenlit. Let's oh, see if okay. we can get it produced. So you think it was so, that project? Yeah it was. Okay. I mean it just one hundred percent was. And so it was it's neat to see those maquettes and those um, those, those uh, uh, puppets and stuff like that that we that we saw and they're beautiful and just mm-hmm. be like oh cool this is actually happening mm-hmm. um, and that, so it makes me really curious about it because it sounds more like it was a collective passion project as opposed oh. to a collective pain in the ass <laughs> Which it sounds uh, like no. that's been some of their previous projects, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Well, so, that happens when you get, like, one director shows up and kind of says, we gotta do this. So, Bill, you also crazy. saw 10 Cloverfield Lane? Do you guys care about 10 Cloverfield Lane? Do you, mm. if I, I love John Goodman. Like that? Yeah. I really, I'm curious, I'm never gonna see it. John, because... Goss, John Goodman, Monster Man. He I know, yeah. Well, how was it? How was it? Because this was directed by, if I'm correct, this is directed by the guy who did that Portal short, I right? I found that out last night! Yeah. Which, it's funny, because J.J. Abrams, I forgot that he had his, has a deal with Valve to eventually make, like, a Valve or a, a Portal, mm-hmm. or a, a Half-Life or a Portal game someday. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is the guy, the guy they would get to direct, like, one of those things. Uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane is okay. Uh-huh. It's, it's, everyone seems to know by now that they took, uh, like, a, an original script for a movie that was going to be called The Cellar. Mm-hmm. I don't know at which point in development they decided to Cloverfield it up, but they did. And the seams in the movie are obvious as shit. Yeah. Because yeah. the first nine tenths of the movie are just like this like little indie horror flick. Yeah. And at the end, shit goes up and you're like, oh, this is where J.J. Abrams got involved. <laughs> and then the movie ends. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, that was a J.J. Abrams movie. Well, fucking, uh-huh. I'm officially not a fan of J.J. Abrams' brand of storytelling where we're going to tell this story, but it's only going to be... Yeah. Okay, so... I want to know because well, that's why the, I know you don't care. Wouldn't care about this. I don't fully. I thought you might be. I doesn't usually give a shit about spoilers. I don't care. No, I don't care about spoilers. Well, spoilers in this and movie is really, the only real twist of the movie. That's like yeah. Yeah, and I don't really want to. I mean, there's there's some uh, just from watching the trailer, like the abuse aspect. Yeah, of it yeah. Feels. It's really, actually not as much in the finished movie not, as I know either. it's not as, as a much. white male. I'm going to tell you. I was going to say, Bill, please <laughs> tell us. <laughs> And, and, and I'm gonna say that my therapist said that I don't have to listen <laughs> to it. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, so thanks, PK. thanks, PK. Um, so, uh, but no, I think that I think that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the all of the abuse aspects of it that are that are highlighted in the trailer. Yeah. The trailer made me made me start to like get real uncomfortable. Okay, so- and it's just like no, no. Don't, I'm, I'm no, I will not put myself through, through I've that. I've seen a lot of women, women seeing this movie saying, oh, that was a really good movie, which granted, like, spoilers, Scott Pilgrim does not die in the movie. She she overcomes. She sure. Does, yeah, sure. so... Yeah. But... There can be something powerful about narratives where women overcome abuse. Like, there's a movie we really like called The Disappearance of Alice, Alice Creed, oh, yeah. which yeah. is a really troubling movie. Well, see, this, that sounds like that's what this kind of movie would have been if J.J. Abrams hadn't come in and said, spoilers mm-hmm. for the end of... Should, should I say yeah, what? I, okay, so if you want to see Tank of the Lane, please skip forward five minutes. But if you don't give a shit, Bill, go ahead. Okay, okay spoilers. Five minutes. It's fucking aliens. Yeah, no that shit. That shows up. Which, you know, CJ Evers, you know that's what it's going to so be. So is there an alien invasion going on? Yes. So okay. there is actually a threat in the world? Yes. Okay. So, right. okay, so the movie is... Pops would have been a cooler movie if it hadn't been. Which, but, or at I least mean, would have been, been a different movie. Yeah. Well, but you can totally tell where the original script ended. Because yeah. she gets yeah. out and you think, okay, that's the end of the movie, smash cut to black. But then as soon as she gets out of the, the bunker... Like you hear a rumbling in the distance, and it's yeah. an alien spaceship, yeah. and she ends up. And there's like a ten minute thing where she's running away from the spaceship, and there's also like a giant armadillo monster cool. alien thing trying to chase her too, and she kills that, and she runs away from the spaceship, yeah. and she just destroys the spaceship, and and. Okay. But the actual final thing is nice because once she destroys the kind of aliens that are just hovering over the bunker that she just mm-hmm. escaped, uh, she has the choice to either she's listening to the radio, and mm-hmm. humanity is fighting back. It's not like the world's been completely destroyed yet or sure. anything like that. And on the radio, it says. You're like, okay, well, well, there's a safe haven in Baton Rouge because the whole movie takes place Mm -hmm. in like the Carolinas or something like that. Mm -hmm. She's like, okay, if you want safe safe haven, go to Baton Rouge. Or if you want to keep on fighting, there's a big uh, brew how how going down in fucking Houston. Mm -hmm. And there's a moment where she's in her car. She's thinking, okay, I can either safe haven or I can go keep on fighting. It's like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to keep on fighting. Yeah. She just barely escaped John Goodman yeah. all this shit in this bunker. Yeah. I was like, that's the last thing that happens in the movie? Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. But like between her getting out of the bunker and like fighting, the, it's like J.J. Abrams shows up and goes, <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, they were going to do fight, fight, lens flare, lens yeah, flare. And really, that's kind of what yeah. happens. Is it like even the alien in the spaceship design looks like something like right out of like 2009 Star Trek, mm-hmm. which is funny because this is ostensibly like related to the original Cloverfield I was going to say. Yeah. And yeah. like, I was expecting she would get up and you'd find out the Cloverfield came back or there's more Cloverfields and that's yeah. what's destroying the world. Because yeah. in the original movie, Cloverfield just kind of came out of the ocean. There's yeah. nothing. I mean, it's a giant monster. And I guess you could say, well, maybe it came from space and has been sleeping under the ocean for 10,000 years. Or something. It's, it's nice under there. But this, in this movie, explicitly, it's an alien invasion. Yeah. And, but you don't see it like the Cloverfield monster or anything like that. So I don't know mm-hmm. what, if there's kind of big, some kind of plan for some kind of Cloverfield expanded. Mm-hmm. Oh, chicken, do we need a Cloverfield expanded well, I guess universe? Their, their whole, the thesis is that Cloverfield is not about a particular invasion as much as it's about taking a genre movie and then making it like a which that'd be kind of if they kept story. on making more movies like this yeah. more yeah because yeah. like the, yeah the, the first one was just a found footage horror yeah. movie did and it, this yeah. is did it feel know. i'm gonna did it feel um from your perspective like like an older movie like, did, so. it, did it feel like a movie from the 80s? Did it feel like a like a, a alien invasion it movie? It could have from, been made back then. I mean, then. does it did it hearken or I don't know if you watched a lot of those because um I asked this because we recently hmm, um okay. watched uh, Wait, well, I have a before we start talking about that movie, oh, I have a question. Oh, what? Well, no, I just want to before we stop I'm talking cool, about I'm Cloverfield. Tell, 
We're just gonna put a bu- yeah okay. We're put a, keep... We'll put put a button. Book on, on that. Yeah. No, I minutes. won't. I won't. Okay. So I question... will guarantee you know me. Yeah. <laughs> my, my question I'll is keep my real thumb quick. Up just in... Does yeah. she think that he was lying to her about the alien invasion? They go back and forth about that. Okay. okay so the movie starts off with. Sorry, with, I just want to know what the, the gender thing is. is becomes an issue because she, the movie starts. She has just been in a fight with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She decides that she wants to break up, so she hops in her car, grabs all of her stuff, gets in her car. She's just driving somewhere else. They don't specifically say what, and she's just driving and she's contemplating whether or not. She should go back and hook up with her boyfriend. When suddenly she's sideswiped by another car and smash cut to black. You see, there's the credits and then the credits end. And then she's waking up in a basement. She doesn't know where she is, but she's got an IV drip. Her legs kind of busted up. She doesn't know how she got there. And it seems like someone's taking care of her. So it's more of like, I don't know where I am, but at least someone's looking after me. Like, sure. you know, like, and then she throws off the sheets and she's stripped down to her underwear and she's, uh, her leg is in a leg brace, mm-hmm. but also handcuffed to the radiator next yeah. to her, and that's kind of the fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. And then John Goodman comes in and says, "Hey, he never says why he's handcuffed to the radiator, which is a kind of a basic storytelling point." But he says, "Okay, the world's all fucked up. I don't know what's going on, but like, there's been air raid sirens. I think it's either nuclear attack or alien attack." Mm-hmm. And and he th- she thinks he's crazy, but there's this whole thing where. Like, it's, she almost escapes, which is essentially what that trailer is, where yeah. she mm-hmm. finally gets out. Uh, she's about to escape, but then she sees someone else is trying to break into the bunker because someone mm-hmm. is melting from something from mm-hmm. outside. So she, then she realizes, okay, I don't know if it's alien attack, nuclear attack, but something's going on where people are dying outside right mm-hmm. now. And it has nothing related to John Goodman. Yeah. And so that's when she says, okay, I think it is real. And John Goodman is talking about how he thinks that the uh the atmosphere of the entire planet has been poisoned. It's not that aliens are kind of running around dropping, like, mm-hmm. there's such a crop dusting humanity mm-hmm. and, like, dropping poison onto people, mm-hmm. but if you can avoid being crop dusted directly, you can still survive, mm-hmm. which is... But so it goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. But then you find out that John Murder... Uh, John Murder. John, murder. John Goodman... John Badman. <laughs> seems to have been responsible for a, for a murder. You find out that he's actually crazy, even aside from the whole bunker oh, thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so that all suddenly ramps up, okay, now we really do have to get out of here, even if mm-hmm. outside is a total fucking so disaster So John Goodman area. is the Kathy Bates of this movie. Yeah, that's the, well, mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's Yeah, yeah this is essentially... It's, it's, it's not dissimilar It's misery. misery. Mm-hmm. But with John Goodman... Being which gun? He's he's scary. He's a great actor, even though he's yeah. old now. No, no, but no, yeah. still just no, no, no. that physicality. John, he has. Yeah. John Goodman ever? I mean, like I actually went back and I started watching some um, of the first season of Roseanne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, John Goodman. John Goodman is fucking stellar at yeah. everything he does. When he was the Republican uh, representative who took over for Bartlett in yeah. the oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, he's so almost kind of like that. His cousin, kind of crazy, kind of <laughs> like right wing. This is his tea party cousin. He's yeah, exactly. An yeah. Absolutely fucking amazing actor. He's really good, and yeah. I'm glad that he's still. I'm glad he's that still he's still as still he's chasing around. Scott Pilgrim around, going. Bruh. I'm like, he was Sully in Monsters Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I feel. I don't. It's a big spoilers. John Goodman turns out to be the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. her face escapes and it's aliens. But the, the the whole real movie is more about the smaller moments and the tension. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. more about the atmosphere rather than the plot. Because you how know, was Dan Trachtenberg, whatever, as a director? It was fine. It's directed well, except when they get outside and it just yeah, turns all into sure. CGI. It yeah. looks like J.J. Abrams showed up and said, okay, I'll take the movie over from here. Because yeah. it's lens flare, it's aliens, it's yeah. very generic alien design, very generic spaceship design. Yeah. It looks like something right out of uh, 2009 Star Trek. Barf. So, But uh, as uh, on a whole, though, it's it's worth seeing. I like that it's about Mary Elizabeth Winstead being a badass. And yeah. she's, oh, she figures she's... 
good. But again, it's one of the one of those things where like if you're a woman seeing that movie, that's an entirely different movie. Because yeah. as a guy, I'm just thinking, well, how is she gonna escape? But like the threats of sexual violence and like mm-hmm. that's like implicit yeah. to her situation. That's a mm-hmm. whole di- like it's like yeah. sometimes that can be empowering as a woman. Sometimes it can be uncomfortable. Oh, well, I mean, sometimes it's both. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it's it's always such a thin thing, and you have to be in the right mood for it. He so. never threatens her specifically with any kind of rape or anything it's, like it's, that. It's, but it's, but there it's about is control. A, but there is a thing. He has the clothes of his daughter, and that's essentially what she's worn around in. But there's a point where he gets dressed up for the first time and shaves, and he's like, oh, we're alone now. Uh-oh. And it's not like we're going to... But yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like... It's almost like the intimation that she's going to be his, like wife daughter kind of mm-hmm. like no. he doesn't it's never yeah, explicitly sure, stated sure. but you can see it, the it, curve of their relationship tend yeah. towards that and that's when she gets the fuck out it don't just, need to be and no yeah, yeah we got john goodman going hey john you know, goodman, just looking at you crazy like, john goodman, john goodman, goodman. Sunday best. Yeah. Yeah. he's like swipe right on that, on that he's, like, he's like, like yeah. i gave you a can of beans <laughs> and it's just no so okay yeah right. so is it fully asked a old school type <gasps> I of see, movie I would have totally skated past it I, no th- I wanted to hear that because now we can transition this, to what we're talking this about. could have easily been Be- made in like 1988 or something because okay. the reason why we asked is because we watched um, we we full on fucking purchased uh, Zoe Bell's new movie Camino okay um, is it about it's available a car? on Amazon it is not okay. it is about a oh, I'm thinking um, Camaro I'm yeah sorry. yeah yeah it is about a um, though a Camino an El Camino is a car hunt yeah that's okay, okay that's what it is okay, yeah. um, it is a, um, about a uh, war photographer mm-hmm. um, during the 80s who goes to um, Col- gets a gets a, a gig going to Colombia mm-hmm. and um, traveling around with missionaries I'm doing air quotes um, and the fucking chaos that ensues when something goes wrong mm-hmm. and um i don't really want to spoil it a whole bunch because i actually think that it's a super super fun movie but it's one of those things where it's very it very much felt like the suspense thriller films that my dad really liked when i was like an 80s yeah. thriller film. Yeah. so yeah. there's there's certain plot points they're like yeah yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, shrug, doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> but and it's all about it's all about like the visceral aspect of yeah. it, and then you have somebody who is um, a. Is it weird that Annie and I's our, our response when we finished watching it was, "I'm very proud of Zoe Bell." <laughs> yeah, because she she, good. she fucking rocked it. Like, so she, we're we're big Zoe Bell fans from way back. She is, of course, uh, she was uh, um, Uma Thurman's stunt bu- double in Kill, Kill Bill, Bill. He, and uh, Quentin Tarantino liked her so much that he wrote her into Death Proof, which is my uh, favorite Tarantino. She movie. has bit parts in both uh, um, Django Unchained and Hateful uh, Eight. Eight. Have you guys still not seen that? She, no. We still haven't seen it, no. I dub, we can talk well, we, about that later. Yeah, I have it. You found it in a dumpster for me. No, I have a movie. With, okay, we'll talk about it. If you want to see Pristine. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, no, so we, and she's been in, she's been in random stuff. She's been yeah. in, uh, what was the movie with, uh, uh, Ragnar. Oh, uh, Whip It. She was great in Whip she It. Was fantastic. I need to go back and watch, rewatch Whip It because I think that was before the Zoe yeah. Bell revolution happened, at least in terms of my <laughs> so, mind. But yeah. So she was charming in that and she's gotten a couple of bit parts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. She, she is. She's just a fun human she's being. She's yeah. cute. And the thing is, is that she really sells physicality. And what I liked about this movie is the first 
fight that she has because it becomes a big fight movie. Yeah. You know, like she has a fight and then she has a series of other fights. It's like getting John Claude Van Damme. You, you yeah, gotta exactly. fight. Yeah. It's similar. It's, I mean, I mean this this sh- is basically a, a Statham movie. You it know? feels like either a Statham movie or like an early Stallone movie. Is yes, this- it really feels like it should so, be Sly so, Stallone in so somebody's so somebody's like somebody somebody had said you know hey, you're you are basically this movie, yeah. you are basically Lady Rambo. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. kind of what. This and movie I'm like I'm like does she end up losing everyone else and she's kind of alone in the woods or alone in the jungle? Dude, you will seriously. You just want to come over and watch. It? Like, it, but the thing is, what I really liked about it is that Zoe Bell, because she her background is in stunts and everything, she really sells physicality really well. Like many people are dismissive of acting, whatever. You can't dismiss her physicality. No. And the first fight in the movie is arguably the hardest. Like it's the, the where she's it stacked sets her up, up against, against the actual like like the strongest of, the of them. So the first movie or the first fight she wins, but she's really fucked up by it. Yeah. So the rest of the movie she's fucked that up. That resets the baseline of her ability for the exactly. rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So which is just kind of interesting. Which that kind of like, that's kind of like what the first Rambo is essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got John Rambo hiding out in the middle of the the forest of Washington being attacked by the the fucking sheriff's department. Yeah. So it's just, you know, yeah, it's fun. And I I feel like it's like a weird directed digital release. It's like a video on demand thing. It was just like a really solid, solid movie. It was a solid movie. It was, I, it it was very suspenseful. It did. I felt like it did everything it needed to. All the the, score was surprisingly good. The score was super great. All of the acting was, was phenomenal, which I was not expecting. I mean, the story is like a cheesy like you know cookie cutter sort of thing it is. but but it's just like but it's... you can have cheesy cookie cutter and do well it that's well, well, yeah. you're talking about like an 80s action drama yeah, yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. what you're talking yeah. about really you're not really in it for the script but as much yeah. as the charisma of the main character yeah. and how good the fight scene or not yeah. even the fight scenes but yeah. like how well just polished no, like how, the production the, is like, yeah. and, like and, and, and yeah. because of the benefit of having her be a, a, a person who is so well versed in stunts oh, yeah and, and have that be like her her original career you yeah. she's in camera every fucking yeah, shot yeah. and she does the craziest things and gets and then again sells the physicality and the brutality of the fights yeah, so well and yeah. then she just looks like a fucking badass I was yeah. about to say I'm looking at screenshots right now and like yeah. I didn't realize like she's been around like I've known her about her for about 10 she's, years now she yeah. like l- start looking older. a little bit older but like tougher yeah. like she's yeah. like a more, yeah like she yeah. looks like a tough broad like, yeah, exactly. less like a person not that I would ever want to fuck with Zoe Bell <laughs> right, yeah. but now she's even more like I yeah, yeah, just leave Zoe Bell. She'll kill She'll you. She'll fucking grizzled. destroy you. It was, yeah. it was good job, Zoe Bell. Yeah, that's fucking good. I'm proud of Zoe. And Have then you I, guys I, seen Sicario yet? Not no, yet. not yet. We also have that in a dumpster. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yeah. Yeah. We need Not to watch it. Not that it's quite the same thing, because yeah. I don't. But no, just... but, and Sicario has Sicario because this is a little indie film. Like, this, like, yeah, like it costs two dollars to well, make. Well, just because Sicario yeah. almost feels like a drug film that could have been made in like 1982, which, which is yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's a modern like, shot and everything like that. But something about the vibe yeah. of do you it. Know, do you know that they were they were they Emily Blunt is like they were outright told that if they changed Emily Blunt's character to to a man. They would be. They would have been given. They, their budget would have been doubled. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Fucking Christ. Yep. Which is funny because I've only seen the first half of Sicario, but mm-hmm. that's. I mean, that's like the whole movie depends on her gender or anything like yeah. that. But yeah. like that's kind of, kind of that makes it different. Yeah, exactly. It it yeah. yeah. Like yeah. eighteen other. Otherwise, it really is just a drug drama from nineteen eighty eight. Like yeah. at that point, yeah. Emily, it was Emily Blunt is a fucking badass. I want Emily Blunt. Oh, in she's in. The, did you see the trailer for the Snow White's yeah. prequel? She's We're gonna go see that fucking movie. Are you kidding me? Jessica Chastain. Yeah, Jessica it's, Chastain. It's uh, Charlie Theron. And it's fucking... Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. And, and, right, right, right. and it's Chris Hemsworth. It's literally a movie filled with people <laughs> I'd fuck. Is, yeah. is, 
so is this is a prequel to the first one. Isn't Thor at the beginning saying I had a wife and she died? Is that who they're setting Possibly, up for yeah. him to you fall are, in love you, with? You have asked me way too many um, sailing I'm really worried about the world <laughs> building and Snow White. I just not remember. Bill, yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. okay. That's so sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Though, you know, I mean, I think they're probably counting on people not to have paid exactly, attention. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> people, I can't believe they disrupted the delicate canon of the first <laughs> Snow White Lamont's <laughs> movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, have you guys seen anything else, Lily? We've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, yeah, I think, no, it's good times. I think that was one of the reasons why I left Zootopia going, I want a Zootopia procedural TV show. Oh, because that's also... basically what Brooklyn Nine-Nine is. I mean, <laughs> Judy Hopps is like a Santiago. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Santiago. And Nick, is it not a uh, Jake, Peralta. Uh, Jake Peralta? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this led to us going like, who would all the cast for Brooklyn Nine-Nine be if they lived in Zootopia? <laughs> this is where I live now. Well, that's where half the United States is right now. Of just kind of, yeah. It's just oh. funny. Like, I've always been a furry. I have. Yeah. And it's just now, just, my brain's just like, I'm going to go home and work on Benton. Oh, that's yeah. good, though. So. I like that. Anyway. Oh, I didn't think about that kind of connection, because, like... Benton has totally been where I've been putting it's, all it's, my it's, secondary it's furry Utopia. instincts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's good. Yes, thank you for I being support you by that. Anyway, Bill, tell me about The Division. Uh, Division pretty good. Fully played ten seconds before we start recording. I got murdered. Yeah, yeah which that's easy to, to do die. in that game, yeah. especially if you go. To, yeah, well, you like right into a level twelve character. Right. You're level like yeah. It's it's also you. Just also, I have up. absolutely no idea how to do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and I'm sure you're probably playing without without like a. I, I was expecting because I've been playing a lot of Far Cry, so I was expecting um. A, a sort of an aim assist. Yeah, yeah. You probably have that shit turned off. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's whatever. Yeah, it? no. Oh, well, yeah, because it's yeah. an MMOE sort oh, of thing. So. Well, like I said, it's kind of designed to, like, you can play it like a big chunk of it single player, but it yeah. is kind of designed to that. Yeah. You should have backup to help yeah. you out. Those well, kind of fights, I was yeah. alone. I went in an alley. I made some bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> I ran away from the alley. I was shot. Very terrible. You've, you've experienced the basic gameplay loop in the, in, in the division. That's it. It's snowy. It's New York. Everyone's dying. The yeah, yeah that's the division. Cool. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's okay. The story is terrible. The no. voice acting is yeah. terrible. Yeah, I, I may have mentioned this last week. Oh, where it's not bad, out. but it's a Tom Clancy game. Yeah, <laughs> which I guess this is it's like has nothing good. to do with Tom Clancy. They just like it slapped just, his name he's on just it. So a it's brand like it came from. Point. It's yeah. not like this even the fiction even came from one of his books. Yeah. It's a Mario Batali game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> this is. It's not bad. It's the, it's, the but that like I think the writing is awful yeah. and you don't pay attention to the plot. Like I really do have the audio turned off while I'm just listening to podcasts. Just running around shooting stuff or like yeah. hooking up with other people and I'll be chatting mm-hmm. with other people while yeah. playing mm-hmm. like in groups but it really is just kind of like if you just want to pick up and shoot a couple things and pick up loot maybe yeah. build up your little uh, lesbian filled medical unit back at your base sweet, a little more sweet 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 yeah and, okay cool cool but it really is yeah it's just kind of a grindy shooty kind of like okay I'm going to improve my character a little bit improve my base and that's kind of like it's and but don't pay yeah. attention to the game really itself I, but I'd that's rather, I'd rather just play Far Cry Primal which that's fine too because yeah. that, well that's another thing where you just want to run around doing stuff I mean, building up your base building up thing petting the kitty there is oh, no online multiplayer in that though right because no, i would love to play that because well, that was the best part of far cry 4 i wanted to apologize bill oh no because i made fun of you because uh you said that when you started playing the game uh that as soon as a woman showed up you're like oh it's my wife and i flicked a lot of shit at you for that oh what yeah uh i was playing i, I was homesick one of these days and i just felt so shitty and i didn't really want to move very much 
I just wound up playing some Far Cry Primal. And I recruited Da the Neanderthal. And I was like, oh, it's Takar's boyfriend. He's a beast tamer. Here's the last beast to tame. Which one is Ooh. Da? Da is the Neanderthal you can recruit. Oh, he's on the your one where he's, he's the second command of the of the Neanderthals. Yeah, he's. Uh, well, he's all like. He's the one who's like, you have to, you have to tr- do trepanation on him. Yeah, like, you, yeah. I, yeah I've got what? Fully brain missed fire? so many penetration jokes. <laughs> Did you not see that? No, no she was at work. working. I oh. was I was just at home, laying in the on the recliner, like half delirious, <laughs> chugging cold medicine, making gay jokes about my caveman boyfriend. <laughs> and then she showed she showed him to me last night. I didn't know about that. But uh-huh. like she showed him to me last night, and I was like, <laughs> no, because no, he's a big, gross, hairy. He's a fucking no. ape. He is like yeah. half ape. Yeah, and, like he's giant. Like he's. I mean his. His frontal lobe section uh-huh, is not developed. Is smaller. <laughs> his head is sloped. His uh-huh. brain capacity in general, like his name like, is Da for Christ's I mean, sake. <laughs> Takes off. It's a very West Side Story. My wife is human. <laughs> it's a tragic West Side Story thing, you guys. Yeah, so, um, have you seen the wife character I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's the first fucking person that you interact with, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm not crazy for assuming. Bill. Not to say she's my wife, then, but that's obviously supposed to be, like, you're I mean, supposed to have that emotional uh-huh. connection. What I want to say is, like, it's okay if you just wait for the one. You don't <laughs> have to, like, just <laughs> settle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, whatever lady gets tagged by a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> it's either that or the saber-toothed oh, tiger at this point. I wanted to ask you, did you ever come across ambient fucking in the world? What? That ambient? happened to me the first time. Again, fucking? when I was homesick. Oh, I was, God, uh, God bless you, at least you videotaped it. I did. I posted. I posted it. Uh, but what? anyway, uh, the She's I was doing it. I was out. I fast traveled someplace. And it was the night, and uh, I heard some people grunting. And I'm like, Oh uh-huh. no, are there people in need? I'll go save them. Uh-huh. And so I Her followed mommy the and daddy wrestling. And there was a there was a yeah. lady and a dude just fucking on the ground what? in the middle of the forest. Did you I mean, there's no gl- I did. Yeah, I'll send you the video later. Sweetie, there's no glamping. There's no glamping. There's in, no, well, in oh Park god, Park what Park the hell's glamping? Glamorous camping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I've seen the pictures. Where you get so, like yeah portable pocket pods. This is my this is my glamour yurt. So oh. yeah, we're we're having it. It's since you guys are close to the end because like getting da is one of the last things that happened to me in the game. But you again, you can I, do things. Yeah, Wait, you order. do things out of war. Did you get the like essentially the fire tribe equivalent yeah. of da, where it's the kind of like, the skinny guy him. who's all like He's looks weird. like Pee Wee Herman. I'm fire bomb. I'm fire. Yeah, I teach you fire. Whereas like the da was hit his blood fire, his brain yeah. fire. Yeah. Have you guys gone over um the thing? we talked about about how this this Far Cry is actually really cool because it is not relying on its usually terrible oh uh, uh yeah like um white person colonialism white person I said that last week and Annie glared at me because I said you don't have sex with a brown lady in this game oh no well, I was just everybody, rolling my eyes at that sentence well again it was everybody, Bill talking about sexual racial politics and Annie was like that, oh but, god but, but like but like the fact that none of it's in English I really that, like that none of it's in the English. Fact that I'm assuming it's I a made up language, but this. at least it's consistent because yeah. you can hear recurring yeah. phrases yeah. and you well, can see how the language is structured. Yeah, but, it, yeah. Seems, it seems like they just they just hired somebody who and they're like make up a fake language because yeah. Like, yeah. people I mean people can are capable of doing that. That's yeah. that's super neat actually. Make up three different fake languages yeah. because yeah. that's, that's also point, that's yeah. also the case. Um, and yeah. there may be commonalities between them, but they're mm. but they are still different. Um, but talking about the fact that like this this is a, a neat opportunity for Ubisoft to go, okay, this worked and didn't feel gross, mm-hmm. and, and 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 was a really neat was a really neat thing. Let's let's take this, let's take the engine, and let's do something cool with it. Let's let's 
maybe do something historical with it. And yeah. I was thinking, like, man, because all I want is Far Cry. This, but fucking set around the Bronze Age. Yeah. Or, or the Viking Age or something yeah. like that. Like, you, go back. You turn it, like, into Assassin's Creed, but, like, first... But not, but, like, like, Assassin's Creed. So, like, it's that first person, that first person thing. It's not about traversal, necessarily, yeah. because you can't take... You really can't take Assassin's Creed and take it back to the Vikings. Yeah. Because there's not a lot... We learned from, what, the Assassin's Creed with Connor, yeah. That, yeah. That, that traversing... You really have to have it be in a city. Mm-hmm. A it's better city. it's better when it's in a dense city and there's a dense population and stuff like that like it's far more interesting and i didn't want to like syndicate but syndicate yeah definitely felt really great because of the density yeah. of the city you need that mm-hmm. environment um but no so like so like then the next best engine is far cry and you take this like first person aspect and you have you have this, this the world building and you don't do english you do mm-hmm. scandinavian mm-hmm. you have yeah. you have it be subtitled you do something where you fuck around and and grow your power to the point where you have ships. Yeah. And then you go and you raid England. Yeah. And then you don't understand what they're saying. They're maybe not subtitled at all. Mm, yeah. yeah. And that then... Would, that f- would be nice for just for games in general, yeah. just to have more just, like, yeah. period piece where it's, like, language is correct. Well, yeah. that's what, like, 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 at least with Assassin's Creed 2, when, like, you had the dial- option to have all the dialogue in Italian. Yeah. So at least you, you can cook. I mean, you're talking about you're talking about as much about gameplay and stuff like that. But if you're just talking about like aesthetics of being period aesthetics yeah, from like yeah, centuries yeah. ago, at least uh, there's a couple other games that have done that. But I wish that was more of a consistent. Thing. But yeah. isn't that was just like Italian is one of the dialogue options? It's not like you can play it in Italian. It's like it's a, it's they always translate it to Russian, Spanish, Italian. I can't remember because I think you could have English I, subtitles on, but it, you could still just have well, the Italian. Could, I could do that with Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Could you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, just they allow the... you to they allow you to do it in like main languages and stuff like that. But but this would be like this is what the game is. Yeah. The game is the fact that baked in. And yeah. imagine the idea that like you you go and you raid fucking Lindisfarne, and then if you bring back slaves, mm-hmm. you 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 earn language points. Yeah. You, you earn the ability mm. to get recon on on, on different people. Yeah. Well, because it would make sense because the Vikings at the end of the day were sponges. Like yeah. they like to learn. They like to try new things. Like it, it fits in the like it's all about like because Far Cry the Far Cry loop at the end of the day is all about uh, hunting and improving your gear uh-huh. and then attacking bases and people to improve your gear and skills. Mm-hmm. And that's literally that's all the Vikings. That's kind of, yeah. all that was their whole. Stick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that that's such a that's such a cool opportunity to do this. You know, do something a little different, but hmm. and then you're running around. You have the environment differences of like mm-hmm. Scandinavia and the fjords and stuff like that, which are fucking intense. And then mm-hmm. you have like England, London, Ireland, England. London, England, France. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm assuming it, that's how they pronounce them on the Viking show. London, England. London, England. No, but <laughs> it's. <laughs> culture but i but i but i want that it'd yeah. be fun and you know i feel like far cry at the end of the day has it, it it really its game is usually about i mean obviously it's about systems interacting but like they I, I was surprised when they did primal in that there's no guns yeah like they had to like figure out how to do other kinds of projectiles i'm kind of surprised there's no real gun equivalent so you got the bow and arrow but yeah. like i used the bow and arrow half the time as much as like far cry 4 and 3 anyway yeah, so. yeah. i love yeah. the bow and arrow in that yeah, it's yeah like, that's you, it's stealthy it's, it's stealthy yeah. it's 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 totally quiet you can pick up your ammo yeah. You know, if you can get to the dudes you got, you yeah. can pick up your ammo again. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Although in this game, I do like chucking spears at people. because like, I love spears. They'll get knocked back. Yeah. I love like, doing headshots of spears. <laughs> yeah, you can knock people off a cliff. So you hit them with a spear and they go flying. Yeah. Like, you die ten times over, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. It makes yeah. me happy. Yeah, yeah you know. a bear. Also, I know. I love my animal friends. Also, anytime you spear a wolf and it just dies sitting up. Because <laughs> <you know, laughs> she's like headshots it and then oh, goes into the ground. Annie, would you be a bear? 
That was kind of what we've been thinking. I was like, I guess I'd be a bear. You'd be a brown bear. Be a brown bear? Not a, not, yeah, not a grizzly. No, not a black bear. No, probably be a brown bear. Definitely not no sun bear. Sun bears no, are fucking sun bears are fucked up. I may no. be a brown bear. Yeah, you could yeah. be a yeah. hot little brown bear. Thank you. Because <laughs> mm. that was the best I could think of when I was thinking of what would buy. What would then you guys are getting obligated to get a tiger housemate, so it's lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my! What a bottle! No, then I just we just open our marriage to one of those glitter tigers. <laughs> sure, the end. So that's the thing, man. But like, if you're fat, lazy like me, obviously the thing is pig. But you don't want to go. No. The, the obvious default the pig. I would, I would know. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like that's the thing, Bill. It's not about like the obvious. It's about who are you. You, Bill. Man, according to Pottermore, I'm I am Gryffindor, and I'm still questioning that. So <laughs> I don't know what about myself anymore. Back to the Bill being an asshole conversation. Uh, yeah. Anyway, friends, well, Gryffindors are kind of assholes. Well, that's true too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. self entitled little dickhead. <laughs> hey, pals, we're gonna take a little break, and then we'll be back for the Geek Week in review. Woo! After that delightful musical interlude, it's time for the Geek Week in Review. As y'all know, this is the part of our podcast where Bill has written down news in the week that was, and I am reading it often for the first time. So let's get into it. Rest in peace, Lionhead and Fable Legends. Oh man, this sucks. Oh, it really doesn't suck because Lionhead was kind of a shell of its former self. Yeah. And Fable Legends didn't really look like a real no, Fable game. I didn't want to play Fable Legends. I really only wanted to play Fable Legends because Claire Helmel worked on it. I only wanted to play Fable yeah. Legends because I do have such an emotional attachment to Fable. Mm-hmm. Even though Fable 3 was not very good, Fable 2 was one of my favorite games of all time. Why? Yeah. Because I dated you with it. Fable 3? Fable 2. Oh, Fable 2, yeah. I mean, I really liked the story of Fable 2. I liked the characters. Um, Hammer is one of the best characters of all time. I love Hammer is still one of my favorite all-time video game characters. And then, like, what happens with Teresa at the end of that game still makes me go, damn! That's why William Hill's Fable Legends is like, okay, this is involved Teresa. This is wrap up Teresa's story. What's going on, Teresa? Like, no, it has nothing to do with anything that's ever happened in a Fable game before. I'm like, what the fuck's the point? I really wonder who was the creative like team at Fable 2 because I want to know what they did. What they did well, there, supposedly you know? it was it was Peter Molyneux. I mean, everyone says but it's I mean, the it's... Fable 3 was just a mess because he didn't have enough time or resources. Yeah. For some reason, that's what he's always claimed was it was the well, same it's... team but just like kind of hobnob or hobbled by the, the fact the auteur theory. I'm yeah. talking about like who were well, the, I know what you know, actual people like in the, the trenches. The the trenches. Although Peter Molyneux, he's enough of like an auteur though. I could see yeah, him like really true. like like I could see him kind of steamrolling everyone else. Like but his he had a good is... team implementing his ideas too see he's about ideas and implement it and more than like story beats and character beats mm-hmm. like you don't think wow you know peter molyneux in the movies that was all about those you know emotional beats you yeah. know oh well, yeah peter it's molyneux all about gameplay systems the lens yeah. Flare, the jj abrams <laughs> but like when i was first wooing foley and i was trying to trick her into liking video games uh-huh. fable 2 was one of the games i played with you i do remember that because we did I couch co-op we did and um our whole we had thing a, a rich we had like a meta goof on it where because we we would do like joke around where my hero and her 
sidekick, what henchmen, they were uh, had been gone to college together and they had a bet in a bar about who would be which. And they had like this whole dumb like misadventure thing. And it was a lot yeah. of fun and it was like a big bonding experience for the two. It was of super us. good. And then I helped Grant kill his wife and then he felt bad about it. That was so good. Yeah, because in people too you could go into a friend's world and play with them. Uh yeah, Grant was like, I got this wife in the main city and I, every time I go there, she's just pain in my ass. I just want to get rid of her. So Foley wouldn't and he couldn't bring himself to do anything about it. So Foley went into this game, they led her there was one basement. They led her into the basement of the furniture store. Yeah, because there was a basement of the furniture store because of their, at some point and I murdered her with an axe <laughs> she <laughs> with an axe and, and, and Grant felt so bad he stopped playing <laughs> <laughs> but it was his idea so the character's permanently dead never comes back yeah oh yeah. wow okay yeah. yeah it's been so long since I played that I, I forgot like, how all that stuff I really, worked it makes me want to go buy Fable 2 for Xbox One because it's in backwards compatibility yeah. oh is it really, yeah. yeah yeah so it's good. one of those things where I'd love to go back and play it but I don't think it could possibly live up to what my memories exactly yeah. yeah and also like, because you know like whenever you go back to old games like at the time it was a you know cutting edge and now it's well, like i want to go back and play the first fable game and i went back and yeah. like even people i was not a defender of the first fable game even yeah. though other people were shitting on that and even yeah. i went back and was like oh it's a little crusty yeah yeah yeah. And like i don't want the same thing happen to fable 2 i'm, I'm exactly. fine with fable 2 living on my memory but exactly yeah. yeah but yeah. there are things in it too like you can make your outfit any color you wanted you can buy different things and it didn't affect your stats and yeah. everything like that i like the aesthetics of fable like the mm. big fisted you know buttholes and we're like, some of the few people who actually love that euro kind of aesthetic yeah games. yeah I kind of big shit. clumpy handed yeah. i love big lugs yeah well you know? i mean yeah dishonored exactly well, yeah dishonored i felt like was like the um desaturated like fable yeah. sort of thing yeah but yeah you i'd know, like I to think henry from uh firewatch is yeah. descended from <laughs> That, the same video game you lineage could, as like the Fable characters. Fable, uh, but yeah. yeah, so I guess so it is kind of amazing because uh, was Peter Molyneux left Lionhead years ago? So I'm kind of surprised they yeah. hung out, stuck it out as long as they did. I'm surprised they pulled the plug on Fable Legends because it was in beta. Yeah, like well, they're supposed to come pretty... out. It's been in development for like four or five years yeah, now. They announced it, it two out... years ago. Yeah, it's really late in the game to call it. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, it clearly had a troubled history. Like I think it was originally announced as a no full was gonna price play it. title, it and was then they're no like, one... it's going to be freemium. I mean. I, they had enough, a hard enough time keeping people interested in Fable enough anyway, and then like, oh, here's yeah. this free-to-play Fable yeah. multiplayer like Fable only. at some point turned into a brand that they kind of experimented with. It's like, yeah. oh, we're going to make an Xbox Live game. Oh, we're going to make a Kinect game. Yeah. Oh, we're going to make this, Well, they this, tried to Frankenstein you know. it with, with uh, Molly New gone. They tried to yeah. like keep it alive, but they couldn't figure out how, so it just kind of yeah, died yeah. of its own volition. It's, and I, you can make the argument that that's kind of... It's like inheriting of... a sick pet. <laughs> Like, what are you going to do? It's just going to die. You try to keep it and feed it alive, but we, there's not much you can do. It just it's makes just... me sad. Because Fable, at the end of the day, like, the Fable games, even Fable 3, though, was a big disappointment. There is, like, a fun, there's the fun nugget, you know, in the Fable formula. Mm. Makes me sad. Yeah. Oh, well. The best you can hope for is that someone takes a lesson from Fable and kind of one-ups Fable someday. It won't be an actual Fable game, but Also, what's know. sad about Lionhead going is that Lionhead was one of the only major British development studios. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty much them and Media Molecule, and I can't think of another major British developer. Yeah, Microsoft had to come out and say we still really support british development even though that's yeah. they're kind of kicking the legs out from yeah. underneath like one of the major yeah, yeah it's, it's too bad it was really sad because i went and looked at the lionhead twitter and like their one of their most recent tweets was about how they were going to have like some sort of like a public event like with the yep. school in two weeks oh no like, oh, nope see us at gdc we're gonna be talking to them it wasn't even that it's like we're gonna go be with orphans in two weeks you know at Good. the soup kitchen it was well, that at, at least with gdc at least they can come out looking for jobs true but uh, yeah anybody that's... who can afford to fly from the uk to gdc yeah, can look for a job jesus christ 
Uh, nerds lost their shit as Amazon.jp suddenly started international sales of games and consoles. So you can just buy consoles and games directly from Amazon Japan. Because usually you have to go to an import store. Yeah. Because I yeah. guess there was some kind of like Japanese law I was dictating say, restrictions. It was a, it was a law thing. So yeah. I guess uh, Japan just lifted the thing where you could mm. actually just buy games directly from Amazon Japan. Uh, Amazon Japan will only ship internationally if you're actually buying from uh, Amazon itself, not like a mm. third. Because they have the same mm. thing over there. Yeah, where you yeah, can yeah, like yeah. buy from yeah. like mom and pop shops. Yeah. And mom and pop shops aren't gonna like like they don't do international sales yeah, yeah. but everyone started freaking out because like you could well i didn't realize you could actually buy uh, like music soundtracks and stuff like that yeah. like the actual yeah. games the yeah. first thing i looked for was like a super famicom but they were all sold out no. but you know it's just kind of a cool like yeah you know, this is something that everyone's been wishing for for the longest time which is kind of cool yeah. merry christmas nerds yeah uh, the Rift Tracks guys are hosting MST, uh, MST3K Reunion Kickstarter, which is wholly separate from Joel Hodgson's official MST3K series Kickstarter late last year. So, I guess, have you heard about Rift Tracks? Yeah. It's, it's like part of the Mystery Science Theater theme shot off and created this Rift Tracks thing. Sure. Where, mm-hmm. Yeah, they just do essentially podcast jokes mm-hmm. about movies. And I guess they've always done an annual Kickstarter every year just to kind of keep the site alive. And this year specifically, their one of their goals was like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 reunion, which does seem to include everyone except for Joel Hodgson. Yep. Because he's yeah. Doing his own actual Mystery Science Theater 3000 huh. branded revival. Yeah. But at some point, you kind of wish they would just kind of get together and say, okay, why don't you all you guys just well, kind of somehow combine some of this? I know, some kind of weird rift or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I don't know if it's legal or if it's personality based or yeah. something like that, but hey, I whatever. Imagine, I could imagine it's all this. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um,. Uh, the Game of Thrones. Oh shit! Press the button. Uh, the Game of Thrones season six trailer teases a pretty major flashback: Tower of Jewels. You officially checked out a Game of Thrones. I am out. I've read ago. all the books, uh-huh. and I described them to Foley as I read them excitedly, yes. so she knows she remembers, and she remembers more than I do. What the fuck is the Tower of Joy? That's where they make the dish soap. Yeah. Uh, I had to look this up. I mean, uh, um, yeah, that's dish soap. (laughs) (laughs) We're all emotionally checking out of our own podcast right now. No, uh, Tower of Joy, that's supposedly where... Spoilers to Game of Thrones... This is where, um, fuck it, it's the end of the, it's a flashback to the end of the whole war to, to free, oh. uh, fucking, uh, Game of Thrones, I'm gonna call him Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his That's face? gonna be- The guy gonna... from Game of Thrones! <laughs> Boromir! <laughs> oh, Ned Stark! Ned Stark! Yeah. He's gonna go rescue his sister, he gets up to the top, and turns out she's dead, but she gave birth to What's-His-Face, uh-huh. Winterfell uh-huh. guy, uh-huh. and it's gonna be, a fl- it's gonna tell the whole story of Jon Snow. Oh, interesting. Yeah, cause you can see, like, you can see someone dressed to like baby Ned Stark fighting a bunch of like Targaryen yeah, how soldiers. How are they gonna bring Jon Snow back? Because dead isn't dead. They show his corpse. Like everyone's like fighting over his corpse. He's in the pretty new trailer. dead in the book. Well, too. it's interesting. This is the first time for the Game of Thrones show they've had a trailer where people don't know what's happening so they're yeah. having to pick it apart because usually oh, yeah. the trailer comes out and everyone's like oh it's that scene oh yeah, well, exactly. that character well that character shouldn't be doing that they must have but now this is everyone's going like yeah. what's happening yeah <gasps> yeah, yeah. So at least from that perspective it's kind of i know scary. i admit what there's a tiny part this? of me where i'm like it's season six season six and they they're said officially... they're getting close to the end of the show no, no, there's no, not no, many i mean i know I that their plan is they eclipse seven or eight seasons they're just like we're we're gonna we're going yeah maybe a movie too but like who knows but yeah i mean most of the game of thrones story has been told. I'm, it's yeah. now they're kind of 
Which, if they're going to be telling Jon Snow's story, that makes sense. That this is going to be. But I mean, I don't know. It could, if anybody's going to fucking you know zig when you expect them to zag, it's going to be fucking Game of Thrones. Maybe Jon Snow is yeah. dead. Did you see the the, the, the show creators came out and said, "Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. No, there's not going to be so much like sexual molestation. We're, we're going to try not to be as creepazoids <laughs> this gonna, time as last time. We're going to tone down the boning down. Yeah, well, not <laughs> the boning, but like there's a lot of rape going yeah, on that last uh-huh. season. The, the the sex position and the rape position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So fuck that. Oh, well, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, oh. Man! Oh my god! So, go- what did you think about the Ghostbusters trailer? I'm very excited. Okay. Yeah. I'm pumped. Man, so they put- did you see the international trailer that came out this week? No. Where that yeah. shows more footage? Where they're- but I want to. I it will. looks I'll fine. Look at it. But man, there's a, someone leaked this- someone cla- on Reddit claiming to have seen a 70% done version of the movie leaked onto Reddit. The full blow by blow Man, that look, it's just oh, blah, blah. But the trailers look so good. I don't but care. the I wonder. You have a really you have, you to be fair, I mean, I'm literally sitting in front of a half-built Ghostbusters uh, Lego set that costs some some banks. So. Yeah. So like you have a, a an emotional connection to the to the to the Ghostbusters films. Yeah. yeah. We do not. Well, I and, mean, and, and and I don't really because yeah. it was because they're kind of. I mean, I enjoy them. I thought they were great. I, it's definitely like like as kid me, my first experience with Bill Murray, and I'm yeah. like Bill Murray's great, but like it's it's not the same it's another thing where it's not the same because i think that it it, it felt very much like a boys club thing that yeah. i wasn't allowed in exactly on. okay yeah that's and one of the reasons why it's actually kind of like i was re- that was why i was so surprised when they announced a, f- a female ghostbusters so so because so, it always felt like something yeah. i was not invited to so oh, it's okay. this thing it's this it's this thing i don't really care i don't really care about any of the any of the other stuff i just want to see th- four ladies who i think are pretty great um individual in and of themselves tackle something like that and see what it ends up looking like and i love the fact that chris hemsworth is their is their secretary yeah like give it to me <laughs> give it to me did you see kate mccannon i guess it was saturday Night live last night she was doing um she was hillary clinton okay yeah, her, her Clinton's hillary clinton good. is good yeah uh, i didn't realize that was her stick but yeah. she's doing hillary clinton but now she does good manic clinton yeah. it's a new hillary clinton ad where hillary clinton is slowly t- turning into uh bernie sanders to try to co-op the bernie sanders vote <laughs> So she's like, she'll be talking in the middle of it, she's like developing the Jew accent, oh, like, no. oh, what are you doing? And as she starts physically changing, and by the end, she's bald with white hair, and she just oh, no. looks like a crazy, it's fucking great. But she's like, oi, the billionaires, what are you going to do? Like, Bill's it's, next note in the uh, Geek Week review is evocatively, Piter Man. <laughs> okay, okay. Speaking Real of trailers, talk. speaking about expectations yeah. of movies and Real stuff. Real talk. Yeah. I saw people on my timeline freaking out about the news uh, Captain America movie War, because yeah. I follow just enough people who are in the whole Stucky thing that I was like, oh, they were really excited about What's it. What's Stucky? Uh, uh, Steve and Bucky. Uh, yeah. It's the ship name. Yes, yeah. Bill. Yeah. Uh, so they were all losing their shit about it. I was like, oh, okay, I'll peep this so I can see what my my lady pals are Did getting you know all juicy about. No! So I watched it, Bill. I was at work. This is like, I was drinking my tea, try, waiting for my email to boot up because it takes about 15 minutes in the morning. And I'm watching this trailer and I burst into tears. I... I would picture, like, if, if I knew you were watching that, it would be a scream and a sudden shattering glass if you throw yourself I, out the window just out of sheer, like, not knowing what to do I with yourself. I gasped and started crying. <laughs> and then I was sitting here going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, those three things happened in sequence. I gasped, I cried, I was aghast at myself. 
I have such an emotional reaction to Spider-Man. And that Spider-Man looks more like Spider-Man than I've ever seen in it. Because, yeah. like, he's just, it's, he's, like, in all the other uh, Sam Raimi uh, movies and, mm-hmm. like, the fake, he's got, like, this rubber suit that looks like a basketball skin. And this is just a guy, that, like, at least from the one shot we see, he's just, like, in tights that look like Spider-Man. Not with eye move, though. See, but, like, and he sounds like he's 12 years old, which yes. is great because he's a high school kid. Yes. Which I saw people complaining, like, no. he's He's, he's an actual. Be, he's supposed yeah. to be like a tenth grader. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's that's yeah, that's yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, which great. He's a little ripped for a tenth grader, but well, yeah. he's well, had you know like you fucking know, he's a, you know, he has spider abs. <laughs> yeah, that guy, yeah. Uh, no, it's so funny because I've always like uh, in college I had no friends and my only <laughs> source of my only constant. You wonder why you turned into a furry. <laughs> this that, that, oh, that, that was, was well after. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. I was a. I'm serious. Like I was a 12 year old and I got into that shit. Um. Uh. Uh, the only thing that I really had as, like, a constant of happiness and joy in my life was every two weeks a new issue of Ultimate Spider-Man came out. So, like, Peter Parker really was my only friend in college. Yeah. So every time they announced one of these movies, I never enjoy the movies, but I see the picture, like, the first footage, like, the first pictures or whatever, and I just get all, like, that's my friend. Like, I really do. <laughs> it's, like, totally not rational. What's Spider- It's entirely emotional. Yeah. And I was just like, he's, he's How fun are you gonna be if that like seriously the next frame of animation in that shot is just Hulk just picking up Spider-Man <laughs> throwing him into the sun? And yeah. that's it. Well there are what they're fucking like what, fifteen superheroes in that trailer? And in one shot you've got like ten yeah, superheroes about like to 10. beat this at yeah. the they're gonna well, fight at an airport in too, total. which is kind of. You've kinda... got you got Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, uh, Scarlet Black Witch Falcon, Black yeah. Panther. Uh, let's see. You've got uh, Hawkman. Uh, Hawkman, War Machine, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawkeye excuse Hawkeye, me, yeah. uh, Spider Man. Uh, that's, that's good. There's five on each team. But I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's like. It's and like, then the uh, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh yeah, there he yeah, is. There you go. Which I guess now he's a hero confirmed. It's true. For, well, I guess he makes up with Captain America. But it's like and the kiss. Did you guys and like the Winter Soldier? I thought it was. This is the same I team. It. Yeah. I, I liked. Is that the one where he and Black Widow are besties? Yeah. He's, she's yeah. Got that was my the favorite. Arrow and my yeah. my favorite part of that movie was their relationship and their friendship. Well, Steve Rogers and uh, and Natasha's relationship. Yeah, that was my favorite part really of that movie. Great. Which is why it makes me worry that they're on opposite teams. No, it makes sense though. I know it makes sense, but I worry because their friendship was my favorite part it's, of the last movie. It's it's gonna be. But is this Civil War Part One, or is it gonna be its own movie by? itself the goal oh, of yeah. civil war is to kill captain america <laughs> is that what it is i mean yeah oh really i had no the idea civil, oh spoilers <laughs> uh, uh civil war uh, brings about the the death of captain america huh. and and the death of captain america then creates a hole where a, a, a sort of a power vacuum in some ways uh, where somebody else steps in to be captain america and 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 so it's the death of Steve Rogers. Hmm. Partially, and what's interesting, especially time wise, is that like it's it's the death of Steve Rogers because a hero like that can't exist in a modern age. If you think about it, yeah, no. um, his values don't work anymore. I wonder if they and, keep and that because, like, if they go into the Avengers without Captain America, that'd be kind of a nice setup for like they're already underhanded. Like, like, like Captain America's leaving. That would be sad team. only because I think Chris Evans is the one of all of those. Well, he's the one. He's really like, he loves. I will be Captain. He's like, I will be Captain America till I die. You will have to drag this fucking <laughs> shield out of my fucking grave because I'm taking it with me. It's gonna, it's gonna be. It's gonna be really interesting because it's a. It's it's a really it's a really heavy storyline to to go well, into. 
to. But if you go into the fucking Infinity Stones bullshit yeah, with like the, like well, you got it, you've got like Gauntlet that has the power to rewrite time. You, like I mean, that's yeah. also the like situation where you can easily bring back Captain America by like yeah. re- like some kind of like some mystic they're, bullshit. They're but... have, it's comics. Bill, I had no idea he died though. That's, Bill, that's crazy. I love your notes. Star Trek Beyond reshoots and Monster Mouth <laughs> is what Bill has as his next. So note. they announced. Okay. I'm, I am looking ahead, though, because you said you love his notes, so I'm like, don't look ahead. Why? Who is Monster Mouth, Kill Bill? some time. Okay. <laughs> okay, so they announced this week they're going to do okay. last, last, last minute reshoots for the new Star Trek movie, Star uh-huh. Trek Beyond. And they're adding a whole new cast member to the movie. Oh, a whole new Christ. character that didn't exist before. Serious? This, it's the leader of the Federation, who is played by Monster Mouth. Who is Monster Mouth? Monster Mouth. <laughs> who is the lady who is in charge of Tali's brigade in mass effect she's an older iranian lady who i i because whenever she's in anything is she does a lot of video games and science fiction stuff i always go up to bahar because my friend bahar she's iranian too okay. bahar's always like her voice sounds like a monster <laughs> she's the one that sounds like hello tali how are you doing oh. she has a super deep if you heard her voice again wait okay like okay, okay star trek so i don't star think you're gonna be able to google mouth. monster google mouth, mouth and get somebody <laughs> However, you can Google Oprah bread bleep and get something where they bleeped out her saying bread, so it sounds like she's saying a foul word. <laughs> I love beep. I love beep. Tell me, what's, what's been going on with the lady who, the, who says her W's? Lucy oh, Worsley? Lucy Worsley? How's she been she doing? They actually announced a new Lucy Worsley that I'm really excited about. Uh, the code name for it was Lucy Worsley's Wives, which I'm sad they dropped. Yeah. It's going to be a kind of half drama, half historical thing about all the wives of Henry VIII. Yeah. And so there's going to be kind of like dramatizations of the experiences of those women. Huh, and okay. the, the framing device is that Lucy Worsley, kind of like how Gonzo in the, the Gonzo Muppet Christmas Rizzo, Carol, yeah. how they're just kind of ambiently in the world observing everything. That's going to be Lucy Worsley. So she's going to be like a scullery maid. <laughs> and like, she's going to be like, uh, uh, yeah, or like, like a, you know, a, a serving wench. Yeah. And then she's just going to turn to the camera and go, and here we are with Anne Boleyn. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's going to be so good. Into it. I'm so excited about she's Lucy Worsley's wife. She's, she's excited about it. Too. Okay. This is the lady who's going to play the okay, leader of Federation. I jokingly always say that I wrote it to answer oh, one yeah. thousand and one questions that my She sounds like ET. She has such a great voice. Shore Oh, Agdashnu. she has a sexy as She's an older voice. Iranian lady, what yeah. Kind of oh, I would tap that. Did you like which, see? Which thing I was like, hey Bars, she's gonna have oh, an Iranian. She, oh, lady. her. Yeah. She's been her a whole voice ton of stuff. So good. But then like the Bahar's like, she sounds like a monster. I like monsters. Yeah, I like, so that's well, why. that's why I told her I was like, I like Tom Waits, so I'm already like soft hearted towards monster sounding <laughs> people it. anyway. Do you love how Justin McElroy when he's sick sounds a little bit like Tom? There's actually an old episode of my brother. Welcome to our McElroy Corner, by the way. Um, every week. Every week. Uh, there's actually an old episode of my brother, my brother and me, where Justin is sick, and the goof is. And they're like, here we are with this week's special guest, Tom Waits. <laughs> Did you see him trying to teach his daughter the cups thing? No. Oh, and she's trying to do it. She's clapping, and he's teaching her to smile. And she's like smiling, and just like, nah. she's like, okay, you got to go pat, 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 down, down, down. Cups, Cute. clap, clap, clap. And she's just like, meh. <laughs> meh you know? yeah. Welcome to our McElroy. And thus ends our McElroy cor- corner. Uh, Tomb Ridley? 
Oh, so, okay, so they're trying Ridley to make it. Wait, 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 Ridley is Scott it? doing Tomb Raider? No, 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 R- uh, Daisy Ridley no, being um, Tomb Raider? No, Ridley Scott is going to play Tomb Raider. Fuck okay, you. cool, yes. All right, there we <laughs> go. No, so, okay, so there are producers trying to make another Tomb Raider movie, and they they, they, they have officially announced that they want Daisy Ridley. Ah! Oh, that's that was the first thing I said after Force that's, Awakens. That's so much. That's so much better than mine. Because well, what's your idea? Playing no, no, I said. Oh, oh Ridley I Scott. Ridley Scott. Who knows? Movie. It could get Ridley. Yeah. Double Ridley. <laughs> because we were it was Force Awakens. Double we were playing Rise. We were playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm like, Daisy yeah. Ridley would be an amazing yeah. Lara Croft because she would sell the physicality and the intellect. And they specifically said that it would essentially be a movie version of that first game. That yes. was one, that's so good. not the first game, but the yeah, one yeah, that yeah. just came out like two years ago. Yeah. 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 I'm down. Who knows? They're going after her. Uh, For some reason, I get the feeling this movie's probably not going to... Yeah. Just because it's like, all these video game adaptations always get announced, and they're always like, we're going to get Tom Hardy, and like, it never happens, but like... Well, to be fair, Tom Hardy is making the Splinter Cell movie that is happening. Is that still happening? Because that was announced like 18 quadrillion years ago. He's like co-writing it and co-directing it, because that's how they got him and Fassbender. They haven't made a Splinter Cell game in like 10 years. That's how old that like announcement is. No, they came out, Splinter Cell was in the last six months. Splinter Cell had a game. Yeah. It's okay. You don't have to pay attention. But anyway... Is he still doing splits and like probably. And stuff. Because well, like, that was how they got both Fassbender and Hardy. Because they looked at them and they said, "You can be in it, and you can have creative control." Oh, okay. so they're both like producing or like involved yeah. in shit. Is is so is Splinter Cell saving a pound full of dogs? Probably. Like, oh that's... my god, how great would that That'd be? be really good. So okay. but yeah, there's nothing confirmed. They're just sure. going after Daisy Ridley. I mean, Daisy Ridley like has I, said nothing. When I publicly announced that I would have sex with Tom Hardy, it's exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wrong. So yeah, like, they're, they're it's at, oh man. So there's been a whole bunch of set leaks from the new Star Wars movie because yeah. they're filming in the same Croatian castle place that they always film like all the uh, Knott's Landing stuff in Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah. What, King's Landing is that what it's called? Knott's Landing is <laughs> but <it's> just, <laughs> That's in my Zootopia fanfiction. But they made it like they put okay, all the futuristic stuff all over the place okay. and they got everyone in the cities all dressed in black and white and it looks they all look like tuxedo masks from Sailor Moon <laughs> and like it's all over. Everyone's in tuxedo, black and white like tuxedos and the way ladies are in black and white formal dresses with big hair and stuff like that. All there's right. nothing plot oriented like there's not been none of the major cast members sure. there but it's some kind of background like exotic city stuff but everyone's like super rich and like okay. just kind of i don't know but daisy just her next movie star wars the daily i like daisy ridley she's, she's, she's great she's star worth wars. liking man that's movie coming out on video soon we gotta watch that shit yes yeah, i'll get a copy you guys watch it we'll do something that know, sounds so. good uh so it's the wachowski sisters now yeah this is really cool it's sad that she got outed like basically was threat had like yeah whatever like, like, like literally english a paper journalist showed up at her door and literally said, and said hey if you don't give us money or whatever yeah, like, in 24 like if you hours, give me an exclusive story like that's or was, i'm gonna yeah. go public with it anyway mm-hmm. yeah but lily wachowski good job is that her lily i thought it was lily okay yeah read, what's 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 the other Lana? sister's name Lana. Okay, Lana wachowski yeah. and lily wachowski. are they still did you finish watching the their netflix series no, I didn't even start. Oh, I, I just watched. Had started at least. No, I watched the. Because we had mentioned the show. Anyone watched Tumblr? Any watched the sex part? Like eight or nine times. Yeah, she, she did that. She muted. Who's having sex on it? Who's... Everyone. It's like a giant. Or and Bill also. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> All I know is that there's two boys making out while a woman watches and touches herself, and I'm like, that's a dream. <laughs> Living the dream. Uh, so but yeah, Annie. but yeah, that, well, that's just crazy that both of them came out like it's it's rare like you have two. Two brothers come out and say, hey, we're both transgender. You know, just like, yeah, that's cool. It's just, you know, I, I just feel bad for them, the, the sisters, that they, you know, they didn't really get to... 
It's it. You don't get to be private. However, it is beautiful, beautiful that the creative team that gave us the whole concept of the red pill, which is literally used by MRA assholes on the internet all day, every day, are both transgender women. What High five. So is the red pill the idea that like, well, that's what you're taking to wake up to the fallacy of, of what all this? Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is delicious. Uh-huh. It's See, kind I've, of I've heard, I've heard people use the red pill thing before, but I wasn't paying attention. It is a... And also, who the fuck cares about the Matrix anymore enough to even remember what the red pill yes. was? But yeah. I'm... I'm yeah. My, their favorite film that... Um, my favorite film of theirs is, is always going to be Bound. I want to rewatch Bound. Because now it's on YouTube for free. Oh, good. So I would like to rewatch Bound. On YouTube Bound. for free? Yeah. What was it? Universal or something? Released a shit ton of movies for That's free weird. on YouTube. Okay. And one of them was Bound. That was the only Do one I actually something to rewatch. What would you watch it on your big screen TV? Oh, like, like, YouTube, like PlayStation? Please, yeah, or app or yeah. oh, okay, I yeah. even have my Chromebook that I sometimes plug into the TV when things don't stream. Anyway, Harper Lee's estate has demanded that the publisher of the cheap mass market version of To Kill a Mockingbird, the version most commonly sold to and used by schools, stop selling that version and liquidate their stock, leaving the trade paperback version, which costs twice as much as the cheapest version out there. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah. yeah. Kind of consistently, whoever's in charge of Harper's Leases, they're the, they're the one who published her archive and published... I officially regret buying that goddamn sequel they published last yeah. year because it benefits these assholes. At least now Harper Lee is dead and they're not abusing an actual yeah. living old woman. But it's... it's, it's This is seemingly the same edition. Yeah, it's, it's essentially the school edition of the paperback that they're discontinuing just so they can make more money because it's, it's too cheap. What is a crying shame is that that is a book that needs to be commonly available. Yeah. Like, that is a book that should be as Especially common as the Bible. Especially this fucking age. Cause exactly. And fucking exactly yeah. oh my god and people point out that other publishers depending on titles have kind of like cut back on their the, the similar super cheap great books but that's not justification for to keep on doing it and like the, the these people in control of the harper lee state are consistently dicks enough that seems yeah. more like it is it's a money grab yeah there's no real justification for this yeah yeah mm-hmm. and also that the publisher has to like destroy its room like yeah. existing yes. stock too yeah, don't they don't want the cheap copies out there it's just like no yeah, exactly. why there's you? a way you could do I this i know that literally the whole point is that you know, they want the Scholastic version to be ten dollars instead of five dollars. That, that's exactly that. what it boils down to. Yeah, this is like this is a you, money to milk schools for more. Uh, this is something they should fuck. be giving free copies to every school in America, yeah. not doing this shit. That is unacceptable. I'm serious. That should be like every child at birth born in the United States of America should, should be get a handed, free copy. Handed of, a free copy of that should be on their mobile. This. That's it. You yes. sit on this for nine or ten years, and then what you give this other crack. Required viewing. I don't know. That's like such a sem because that that's such an important piece of American fiction. Just because it is something that's it's one of the few universal things taught in schools. Yeah, that is an important. No part one's of really going to read experience. it outside of school. It's too. not like Huck fucking Finn or like any. I mean, no, but seriously, Holy's <laughs> face. Well, I mean, like our Tale of Two Cities, where it's like, yeah, those are part of canon or whatever, and Huck you always Finn's read them in school, bullshit. or like even Great Gatsby. No, 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 no. This is something that is really important yeah. and that every child should have to read. Yeah. And that is because not... it's also about kids and understanding and relationships yeah, exactly. with adults. It's even even the political fucking yeah. issues aside, yeah. it's just a great piece of literature for kids. And it's so about empathetic kids. to the experience of being yeah. a kid. Like yeah. it doesn't talk down to you. It's not condescending. I can't. I can't honestly think of of another work yeah. of fiction that's that important. And it's a sort of book where if you don't, if you're not made to read in school, it'd be easy as a kid to blow it off. Like yeah. you're not gonna fucking read that shit. You're gonna go read whatever. Okay, you know. the jungle. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Darkness. That one. I'm gonna get all up in that. Okay, friends. Rest in peace, Beatles producer George Martin. Dude is practically the fifth member of the band, especially when they moved to just making studio albums rather than touring. I thought he was dead. 
So when they announced that he died this week, I was like, oh, he was still alive. But... I learned, I was learning, I, honestly, I didn't really know about this dude in great detail. Mm-hmm. I was reading more about him and I was thought it was interesting that his background was in comedy albums, mm-hmm. which explains why he let, he was so copacetic with them doing as much weird, dumb shit as they did. Yeah, because yeah, he grew up, yeah, I was producing all the, like, the fucking goon squad and all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah like in the 40s and the 50s I had in no England. idea. Yeah, and now then he became, like, the pre- preeminent rock uh, the engineer of yeah. of the 20th century, so it's funny, like he, he yeah, because yeah, he came from bullshit, and like yeah. now he's like known as the best guy in his field. It's huh. like you're a cartoonist, and like you start off like fucking, you're doing like the like illustrating the fucking coloring pages of some kind of like Eaton Park fucking diner bath mat, and mm-hmm. then or table mat, and now you're like you made mouse. <laughs> It's a really, you really stuck that bill. Yeah. Rest in peace, Ken Adam, the production designer in all the old Bond movies and Doctor Strange Love. Yeah. So he was just famous because he, like, if if you think about the kind of the weird angles and kind of crazy spaces in any kind of old, like, you know, 1960s or 70s Bond movie that he was the guy designed all that stuff. Think about Doctor Strange Love had the big weird circle that they're all sitting around. He was very good at, like, big, like, warehouse sized spaces with, like, weird structures inside. Yeah. Like, scale of conveying power and control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, essentially, like, like, if you've ever seen the fucking, What's the fucking movie Austin Powers? Like they were kind of like riffing off of that yeah, for all yeah, the design yeah, yeah. for their movies. Where it's kind of I like, have never seen an Austin Powers movie, and God much. help me, I never will. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I think that's one of those movies that if I you don't, don't see it when it came out, I don't in think it's yeah, the period. I don't think it's gonna be especially now. There's three of them. Like, which one do you choose? Like, yeah, no. I think there's some things that are just like very much so of their time, mm-hmm. foreign of their time. Yeah. The Assassin's Creed movie will have a twelve hundred dollar pre-order ticket package, okay. which next you a replica of a crossbow scene on the film, for which there isn't even a trailer yet. $500 gets you a little statue and $15 gets you a plastic watch and some temporary tattoos. Uh, they really understand that video game people like spending stuff. <laughs> we yeah. do like spending money on garbage! We love special babies! Oh my god, we and do. And like, there's no news as to whether the crossbow works or if it's yeah. actually made out of wood or if you're just For gonna get a plastic money, you molded. Get one of the crossbows made of yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what, like the hero prop that yeah. fucking... Seriously. Well, you know, if it works... <laughs> Assuming that scene that he uses the crossbow isn't deleted, because no one knows what this movie's about or what it looks like. And I still can't believe that one screenshot looks so, or still looks so bad. Yeah. Where it's Fosse and a woman on a rooftop, and they're like with their with he's got the Assassin's Creed logo on his cowl, and like all the fucking tattoos and stuff. It just looks yeah, so bad. Is that supposed to be coming out this year? Must be if they're already talking about like. I love Assassin's Creed so much, and I have no idea. If I don't have any idea what's going on, then you're doing it wrong. I wonder for $1,200. Do you get one ticket, or do you get, like, you should get, like, you should be able to see the movie for free for the rest of your life as long as it's in theaters. <laughs> you get 2% of the proceeds. Uh, man, when you went to go see Zootopia, how was the crowd? How were the kids? They're great. great. Yeah. They were all really I had a good excited. time with, yeah. They laughed at all the jokes. They gasped at all the right It is a great way to go to see a cartoon, and the kids are awesome. Yeah, like, yeah they have yeah, a good yeah, time. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. A couple of old core guys are in charge of Netflix's new Voltron cartoon. Uh, Joaquin DeSantos and oh. uh, I forgot the other guy. Essentially, this the director of Korra. Yeah. He directed like half of Korra. He was like all the uh, the fight stuff. Yeah, he's in charge of Voltron, which I only know because I was a huge Voltron fan as a kid, and I oh, forgot yeah. that Netflix is doing a yeah. new Voltron cartoon. So that should be at least from like I don't know, we'll see what it's gonna be like. I but. I will be excited for you, my friend. I'm just glad that guy's gonna work because yeah. he's he's awesome. Yeah, any of those Korra guys are awesome. Glass beads made by King Tut's glassmaker were found in several 3400 year old Bronze Age graves in Denmark. Seems like the ancient days traded amber for bluegrass from the Mideast way back when. Yeah. Annie read this I, to me in the night 
in the night times. This is her bedtime story. In last the dreaming night. hours, she uh-huh. read the entire article to me in the dreaming hours, and it was awesome. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. And what I learned about did you did you know about the they mentioned in that article they mentioned in brief a wreck called like uh it's like called Ulburun or something like that, which is named after the Turkish city near where it was yeah. found, uh-huh. which was like a trading vessel they found in the eighties from like twelve hundred BC. I what kind of stuff to, was on there? Right? Shit ton of stuff. It was like because it was a trading vessel. So that it was had it, loaded down with stuff. It had it had like two. So it's gonna have stuff from all over that like region like, of the world. Then yeah, twenty mm-hmm. tons, and it was stuff that was both finished goods and also materials. Yeah. Man. So and they had they had it's the first time that they've ever found glass ingots. So they yeah. found like Ooh. glass ingot ingots in like a Ooh, lavender broom. color. What the fuck? Oh, now, this is a picture of the wreckage. Oh, it looks true? like the ship almost looks intact. This is like twelve thousand years. You old? can see mm-hmm. more than that because this is from twelve hundred BC, dude. Oh, twelve hundred BC. And okay, so yeah. This is like almost four thousand years old. The way that and the ship in the ocean, you can like see the rigging. That is in better shape than the Titanic is. So that Seriously. just sunk a hundred years ago. I, yeah, it's got to. It's got to be because it's in the it's in the Mediterranean, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is off the coast of Turkey. Off That's the coast. Crazy. I'm kind of surprised it took them this long to. Find it took like twenty three thousand dives to bring up everything. There's so much shit in it. Like you need to read up on this shit. That was like thirty years ago they found that. Yeah, um, that's why I was like, how do I not fucking know about this? But anyway, well, they, it was between the eighties. Like the, the, the dives I, happened over the course of like twelve or thirteen years. Yeah, yeah. between the eighties and the and the mid nineties. Andy, there's a reason you didn't hear about yeah. it. It's not like you were super <laughs> into marine archaeology but, when you, you know, were a wee little. You're kid. watching Wishbone. The whole thing is that this that was an instance where it was like amber was traded yeah. for this material. Would you not you know? be a dog? There are no domesticated animals in the world. I brought that up because she's like, so and so would be a Doberman. And I was like, there ain't no, there, no, these are all wild animals. I think it's Annie being a Jack Russell. It's a Fuck zootopia, just not Annie a house like Wishbone. <laughs> Jack Russell. You're a small erotic animal. Like me that, small no, erotic. No, can, never say those words. How erotic. Oh, <laughs> I heard erotic. Paul just wants to fuck Wishbone so bad. Hey, rest in peace, the same battery in Leland's childhood copy of Super Mario World. No! Yeah, a friend of the podcast, Leland. Which, I forgot that, like, Super Mario Brother has a save battery, and yeah. this is, to be fair, when these games were first published yeah. 20 yeah. to 25 years ago, they yeah. said you should only expect the save battery to last at maximum five years, yeah. so it's kind of, like, lived out its usefulness, but I feel bad, he just tweeted That's about so this at, like, at midnight last night, That's the last thing I saw before I went to bed, I was like, Leland. we have to memorialize Leland's childhood copy of Super Leland, Mario Brothers. My he can heart still play it, he friends. just can't save his games does, anymore. Does, does, should, should you say something? I mean, more than that? Like, <sighs> friends, we're here to commemorate the loss of Leland's battery, and his copy of Super Mario World. One of the best video games. We're trying to get in touch with Obama so he can't <laughs> see what Obama's he can do gonna say something about this. Yeah. Uh, Red Alert! Burger King now sells hot dogs! Yeah, Just throwing that out there! Oh, it's, and also, what else? And the extra long buttery cheeseburger, which just looks like a double wing- length Whopper. Oh. Also, I did almost just call it a double wink lopper, <laughs> by the way. Oh, what? That's double wink? Double, double wink lopper is what I tried to um, say. That's foul. Hot dogs at Burger King. Which, but that not? happened once to, my, to, our friend, bur- to our friend Ian, where he, he brought um, hot dog buns to a burger party. Yeah, and they had. And then he just made long burgers. Because <laughs> that's, that's the bun enough. that he See, brought. See, that sounds awesome. Yeah, well, that's hot essentially dogs. what they're doing because it's two patties. It's yeah. essentially a two patty wide bun. But I guess the butter part is they put garlic butter on the oh. bottom bun because I guess they're trying to like co-op that like oh. have you heard about the butter th- burger thing? God, yeah, where they, you make okay. a burger but just like put five pounds of butter on top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's no because like your heart 
and stuff. Oh, yeah, no. But, like... Well, this is why it's most likely in the Deep South, like, where, like, you're going to eat, like, deep-fried ice... Well, not yeah, deep Yeah, or you're ice, not making like, good nutritional decisions yeah. anyway. Man, the, um... We've been watching a lot of Hulu because Friends of the Podcast, Jacinia and Brian, hooked us up with their Hulu account while Shh, don't listen account. Hulu. I mean, it, oh, excuse me, of course we have and pay for our own Hulu account independent <laughs> of any We're sense. amazing. Um, but anyway, uh, the, we so I've been seeing a lot of commercials and mm-hmm. Foley, like I said, Foley's been, we've been seeing a lot of the commercial where Oprah Winfrey's like, I love bread. And if you- Wait, miss, that's a thing? I, I love, love bread. bread. We know because we've seen it about 87 times. Is there a bread times. council that they're trying it's to- It's a Weight Watchers. Um, she's, she's, she's like, I can eat bread. Bill, because bread makes you fat. Bread makes you fat. Honestly, Scott Pilgrim was the first time I even heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. not good, Bill. <laughs> it's not good. Well, anyway- well, she says like, makes you fat. I thought she was fucking with us, but that was not really like, bread makes you fat. Says the fat guy in the crowd going, I know where I've gone wrong. Um, I know I love bread. So Oprah, <laughs> anyway. so Oprah talks about talks about me. I lost 26 pounds and I still ate bread. I eat bread every day. The whole thing is if you search um for for that same Oprah commercial. Oprah bread bleep. Oprah ble- bread bleep. I the- love bleep. <laughs> I bleep every day. <laughs> good anyway there's another commercial we've been blitzed that's for mcdonald's and mcdonald's oh. like come eat our food it's quality like oh this uh, uh sustainably harvested fish 100 percent beef patties uh-huh. and white bread chicken or- and i'm like you know what's bad white meat chicken white meat chicken i'm like you know what's really bad when you just get say percentage of purity and then you just say and white meat I'm like, yeah, but what percentage of white meat is it? Like, like sponge sugar, like cotton candy? Well, it's because I said you said you said filler. You know, uh, it's like like, how much percentage? I wonder if it's commercial to show nationwide if they just target the like you know Pacific Northwest like hit like hippie communities. McDonald's has been trying for years to build up like a quality story, like their McCafe. Yeah. (laughs) Well, oh, like coffee tastes like garbage. They're always trying to like their salads, and then they have salad wraps and that. Everyone knows McDonald's is synonymous. (laughs) You know what you're fucking? It's garbage food. You're gonna get stabbed. We'll try to get some chicken McNuggets. That's McDonald's. Like, try to make it seem like on your way home from yoga class, stop it and get yourself a chicken wrap. Like, uh-huh. no, that's not, that's, no, it's fucking McDonald's. Uh, hey, friends. Man, some we, fucking, sell, we sell grilled meats. Man, some fucking chicken Actual nuggets meats. right now. Hey, friends. I almost asked you if you were going to be biking, if because there's a Burger King between me and you. I was like, could you check out some of the hot dogs so we can do a taste test on the nope. show? And with that, friends, hey, everybody, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. As always, we're at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter. BoyHattiePodcast.com is our website. You can leave us a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. We'll be back next week to talk about more pop culture garbage. Yeah, hopefully we'll be back again sometime soon. Yeah, thank you for joining yeah. us this week. Yeah, it's always a good time. Thank you. Thanks for talking about hot tigers with us. Hot tigers. Yeah, hot everyone tigers. write in what your for, uh, Zootopia fursonas will be yeah. or should be. Or... Well, I think an elephant would be pretty good, actually. For me? Yeah, because I can see it like a, with, the, with glasses perched on your trunk. And you're like tusks. Elephants have a terrible thing. They just have that scraggly facial hair. Yeah. I can totally see that. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be really good. They fart loud when they poop. <laughs> and with that, bye, everybody. Try everything. Oh, 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 oh.